0: what's up everybody welcome back to the show my guest today is my good friend mike gerard of central mass skate festival we talked about how this is the 10th year of central mass which will be the last one which is bittersweet Uh, we also reminisced about past years of the contest Uh, we talked a little bit about what it takes to run a skate event and uh, we chimed in with YouTube Live and answered some questions there. We had a few nips and a couple beers. And we, towards the end, we, uh, weird enough, we got into politics a little bit. Uh, Mike's an epic human, and I really enjoyed this, and I know you will. Also, if you would like to support this podcast, The best way to do that would be to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on the iTunes store. That would be clutch of you guys if you could do that. Um, And I read those, and it really gets me sparked to keep doing this. So thank you to all all of you out there that have reviewed the podcast in the past. It helps us gain traction, and uh, it means a lot. Another way to support direct would be to cop an All I Need board. If you never tried one of our boards, they are the best out there, hands down. Um, All I need is for skateboarding, by skateboarding. So um, if you get a chance and you live near a local skate shop and they carry All I Need, try one of our decks, that would be the shit. Um, But don't worry if you don't live near a skate shop, we got you covered with our online shop at allineedskate.com. Uh, most, of our apparel, most of our apparel is only available on our website so we got t-shirts, long sleeves some hoodies um, please check those out and we just re-u- re-upped on some decks so if you're thinking about copping a new board uh, right now is a good time as always man I just want to say thank you for being a part of this podcast we've been doing this long before podcasts were a popular thing uh and this this means the world to me to have this platform and to uh, be able to connect with you guys. So, thanks for everything. Keep shredding, my homies. All I need all day. You are now
1: tuning into the
2: All I Need Podcast.
0: Oh, people. Hello. We're live. What's up? We are back. How many How many episodes is this with you? Three? I think, you think this is three, maybe four. Definitely Possibly. Three. I'm going to have to go back and look now. Three for sure.
1: Well, fuck okay. yeah.
0: Thanks for being back.
1: Thanks for having me. It's well, a do pleasure. You, how, do you remember how we met originally? It's been a couple <sighs> years now. I think I went to New England AM four years ago nice just as like an attendee I was just like oh that's sick there's a new event I'm gonna go check it out it was your first year so maybe even five yeah yeah um, we've been doing it for five years yeah. so I went five years ago and then I don't know if honestly I don't know if I reached out or if I'm not I can't even remember but I know I went to that one and then I was like hey Shetler like by the way I do events you do events do you want, do you need any help like can we work together um yeah. and then also I run Central Mass Festival you should be there um so I can't even remember which came first, but then I you came to Central Mass, I went to New England M. We worked together on both of them.
0: I feel like Conrad. He always links me Conrad, with people. Conrad, possibly,
1: likely suspect. Definitely, <laughs> definitely <laughs> a likely suspect. Conrad Furla. Conrad yeah. waves. He has Conrad, a way of connecting people. Conrad ate your cookies. Yes, you he did. It. So, so yeah, I think it's sort of a blur at this point since it's four or five years ago, but. Um, Got to see your event, was stoked on it, thought it was sort of the same goal of, like, including a lot of people, not, you know, you had a really cool shop tie-in. And, like, as a sales rep, relying on brick-and-mortar skate shops and, like, believing in them, the way that you kind of encourage shop teams to participate. Yeah, man. Instead of just, like, only shining a spotlight on the individuals. I thought that was really cool. And then, uh, but, yeah, kind of went from there. You you came to Send mass. And helped out with like judging and announcing for the mini ramp jam, and I came and helped with the back end registration judge criteria, like scoring all that stuff for new England AM. and we you sorted. definitely
0: helped organize it and keep yeah. it running smooth i mean we've had we had it going, but you definitely brought a level of professionalism that was welcomed yeah
1: no I mean that's sort of the <laughs> thank you that's, the, that's for sure it was a pleasure it's like it 's such a rad event, and I know at this point like I know the back end stuff down pat. So if I can show up and just, like, you know, bring my audio equipment or just my laptop and my mobile printer and, like, a knowledge of how to run, you know, the spreadsheets and whatever, then, yeah. like, that's – I know – I think it's valuable, and I know for me it was – took a really long time to learn all that stuff. So yeah. I might as well share that. Yeah, man. Yeah.
0: Well, I appreciate it, for sure. and ever since we met, I feel like we've just been friends. Yeah, like, for sure. It's easy
1: to be friends, bro. Yeah, and I've, we've
0: been going to each other's events. I know. That's the
1: best part. I it's think been sick. I love that. Like any friend who hosts an event, I try to go to their event just because it's like I know how hard it is to host events. It's it's a challenge. I mean, it's a ton of work, and at the end of the day, you might lose money and. It's it's like really stressful and you lose a lot of sleep, but it's like so rewarding if it goes well. So I think yeah. like the least I can do is support other event organizers because there's very few.
0: Yeah. And that's totally true about events. Like I, I've done a lot of events in my days, but like every single one is always so nerve wracking right yeah. before. Once you're yeah. in it and things are going, you're like lost in it and totally. it's fine, you know? Yeah. But leading up to it, even in the very beginning, you're just like all this could just go to shit totally. real fast, you know, and
1: it' been so <laughs> long preparing too, and it's like one little thing, some stupid thing could happen, yeah, for my event, like someone could pull out of a driveway because a staff member was you know like peeing in the woods or whatever. well, like, yours
0: has a lot more variables than ours, because ours is true. indoor, and it's a skate but park, I mean, and
1: even with yours indoors and way more controlled, I'm kind of jealous of how like how controlled of a setting it is, like a skate park where everything's already there, yeah, but like last year, I forget who it was. Oh,
0: Egan. E- no, it was Sean Egan. Yeah, in the beginning, like broke his arm. Like
1: first run,
0: dude. Like homie, there was a kid. There was a dude there. I don't know his name, but I could. He was a little spracky. He was nice enough, but a little spracky. Yeah, you know what I mean? Totally. Like I could tell just from like talking to him. I was like, this dude's a little like I don't know what's it's up a with rough this guy. The edges. Yeah, like yeah. he's a wild card. Yeah. You know. Turns Gotta out... Keep, keep your eye on it. Yeah, keep yeah. your eye on it. Turns out he crashed into Sean. Like, he dropped in. Yeah. Sean was going up a quarter pipe. Boom, meet in the middle. Like, yeah. brutal. That was... The, that Dude, was. and it was
1: like... I went over, I was like, oh, what, you know, what's the deal? Is he okay? And I, his arm was, like, going out at a 45-degree angle. I yeah. was like, not okay. He's, he's not okay. And his face, he, like, broke yeah. his
0: nose, I think. Yeah. Sean's good now, though. Good. He's tough as hell, apparently. Tough as nails. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, that was at the very beginning yeah. of the New England Am. So the ice just froze over the whole totally. event, and, and like, you're all like, like, "Paramedics, should we just pack it all yeah, up? Everyone
1: go home. It's over." Dude, it's rough. <laughs> I mean, we had like,
0: we survived.
1: You can have such safe like protocol too. And um, I ran my called Gravity Fest, the skate event in Central New York, and like, tons of staff really dialed road protocol. I had this whole like handbook that everyone's got in their you know breast pocket and. Like, super dialed, best like radio communication that we've ever had for practice. It was all chill, and then next thing you know, <laughs> a little spy. These just showed up today. These are uh, Mike gave us
0: some koozies. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah,
1: we got some nice koozies. That's why I'm burping a little bit. Um, <laughs> little road sodas. Spy Optic, shout out. Choo, 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 choo. They hooked up a bunch of uh koozies and swag, and they'll be giving away a lot of sunglasses at the event. But so we had everything like perfect, practice was sweet. The first few heats that dropped in, it was, like, smooth. And then literally first round of practice midway through, first corner, two of the best racers in the world, this one dude from Alabama and one dude from the Philippines, like, tangled up. The guy from the Philippines board crashed into the other dude through his leathers, which are, like, super thick, like, cowhide leathers yeah like how's it going through that and it blasted into his leg didn't puncture the leathers but literally blasted a hole in his leg like uh, from how much impact there was brutal so it was like red flag red flag on the radio which means like shut the whole race course down no one's allowed to drop in no one's allowed to keep skating oh my and god I like, oh nightmare my god, i've spent so much time getting this ready what happened like hopefully it wasn't my fault somehow hopefully there wasn't like some terrible hazard that i we forgot to put hay bales in front of so I was I was like bummed and freaking out a little bit and then sort of sized it up. I was like, do you guys need the ambulance? They're like, yes, no hesitation. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, like, yeah. oh, this is bad. That's
0: always a nightmare.
1: Yeah, so literally first practice runs, kind of like you had, you know, it's like things are just getting started. You're like, the, the pressure's starting to lift and then it's like, we got to call the ambulance. Like, yeah. this dude's got to go to the hospital. All of a sudden,
0: you can't breathe. Yeah. Someone's bleeding. Yeah. I've got <laughs> some gnarly
1: photos. Dude, it looks like someone shot him in the leg. It looks like a bullet wound. <laughs> Brutal. And it, the blood went all the way down his leathers, into his shoes. It was like, I got some pretty pretty metal photos of his shoes where they're just like... He's got his little timing transponder <laughs> Velcro to him, which I was like, respect. You're not going to get charged the 80 bucks for losing that. Yeah. Um, but it's just, blood, maybe if you bleed on it, though. Yeah, blood blood <laughs> splattered uh, white skate shoes. It was pretty hardcore. Uh, f- all right, real quick, because we got YouTube live, so I just want to yes. give some quick shout outs here.
0: Sure. Amstein Skater says, what up? I did my first hard flip today. Hell yeah! Good, good stuff. I that's remember my trick. first
1: one. Yeah, I've never landed one. Um,
0: Ruffs on skateboard. What day are you going to be there, Aunt? I'd like to come down and chill. Oh, he's
1: actually talking about your event. Yeah. So maybe
0: you should plug the dates for yeah. the event. Yeah.
1: So, so I guess that's the main topic. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff, but this August second, third, and fourth is the 10th annual last ever Central Mass Skate Festival. Um, I started that event the summer after my freshman year at college. And this is the decade mark. It's also the last one. There's a lot of reasons why. Basically, it's it's like out of the events I run, it's by far the most complex and expensive to run. There's a ton of ramps. Like we had to build a whole skate park, repair all the ramps.
0: You have to like you block off a whole parking lot and then a whole yeah, hill closed, and in the small town in Harvard. We closed three different roads. <laughs> yeah.
1: in Harvard. We have a ton of hay bales, which I used. I actually made my own hay bales for four years. We've got all these ramps which I own, and we had to get out of the different barns and assemble mini ramp. Mini yeah. ramp, m- massive, 24 foot wide, yeah. three to four foot mini ramp with top decks and everything. And uh, and then this, the big air ramp and all that, which goes on the slide jam hill. So long story short, it's a ton of effort and a ton of budget. And it lost some money last year but I didn't want to just have it, like, die quietly. You know, yeah. it's like, that would be like putting your dog down, like, you know, because it got liver cancer, and you're like, all right, later, bro. Yeah, um, my
0: mom was like, it's in Maine at yeah. someone's house It's living a great life. Yeah. Dead.
1: Find out, like, dead. a week later and <laughs> Yeah, so I didn't want that. I didn't want, like, the sad, dead dog. I was like, no, we're going to – I don't care that I lost money. Like, this is the most important thing I've done in my life, literally. Like, this is my biggest life project. I can relate. I want to – yeah, I want to go out on a high note. So, so this August 2nd, 3rd, and 4th – um central mass skate festival 10th annual cheers dude. 10 years out, yeah
0: t- no no on come carpet. on bro do come that. on <laughs> 10 years is no ten joke years. in a seriousness like people talk about doing events you know and a lot of people never even do events yeah. so then some people do them and it's one two
1: three years
0: yeah. gone dude 10 years is serious It's has been yeah.
1: taking some some moral you know it's like some gut fortitude to kind of stick with it but but the general format is friday august 2nd is your mini ramp and street course day
0: that's when i'll be there with the all i need crew yes. and world dudes so
1: their whole crew will be there Chew. friday um shout out to all i need their whole crew shows up and just puts on a clinic um there's also some super heavy rippers Dan Carrero's coming up from, uh, from New York. He yeah. shreds. Modern, Dan, Dan, modern, uh, Dan modern, modern, Ripper. Modern puts on an absolute, like, every type of blunt flip trick. Just, like, so dialed. And um,
0: the Young Bucks came out, too, because the, the ramp has multiple Jensen? sizes. Yeah, and even younger, He's like, yeah, it's, Jensen's, like, 16, 17. But I even seen some girls, some yeah. do, little boys in there. They were shredding the little 3-foot yeah. side, crushing.
1: Dude, it's, it's awesome. So, so the mini ramp is 24 feet wide. Half of it is 3 foot tall. The other half is 4 feet tall. There's a there's slightly different tra- transitions, like the, the ramp transition, but you can transfer between the two if you're able to. But what happens is like during the practice, so from 11 a.m. until, say, 1, 1.30, when we're just kind of like loosey-goosey warming up, a lot of times you'll have the more beginners, you know, the people who are just starting out or super young kids on the 3-foot side like skating peacefully, not getting smashed into by big burly dudes. Like that's usually when like I Case snake Bizarro.
0: Yeah, that's usually when I snake in and try to film a little bit for yeah. the vlog cuz people are warming up, having yep. fun, going for some tricks. It's not too heavy. Totally. I'll end up filming the heavy stuff from a distance, but I'll get in the mix on the warm-up stuff.
1: Right. And then the the people who want to go a little bigger can go on the 4-foot and then once it kind of like people get the hang of it, you got people switching side to side between both sides, no problem. So I, I like the ramp for that. Um, that shout out to Narbear for making a sweet ramp. Um, Hell yeah! Sort of. We we <laughs> I was renting a ramp. For years before that, from uh, Waterville Valley, yeah. But then they canceled their skate program, which was, is
0: fucking tragic because yeah. I love that place and I went to it a couple of times. Ralph Murphy, shout out and like, uh, so beautiful on that
1: mountain. Yeah. yeah. So bummer, Luke Matheson, who was running that and the whole Waterville snowboard park, that all dissolved. So all of a sudden, this ramp that I had been—I mean, that, it was like twenty-five hundred bucks a year to rent, but it was worth it because literally, they show up, they set it up in an hour and a half, we skate it they take it away at the end of the day i don't have to deal with that's anything. amazing like, turnkey yeah people are like you could build your own ramp for 2500 and i'm like where am i gonna keep ramp. it yeah that, that would be a shitty ramp and it
0: rains and snows and like where am i gonna keep it yeah
1: <laughs> and when am i gonna build it raccoons and, are gonna build I, a yeah. home in it like yeah, totally. over the winter like. <laughs> so so that was sweet and convenient and so smooth but then that fade faded away and then i just reached out to uh, Narbear, who had been just messaging me, being like, "Hey, if you need any ramps, you know, like we we do some ramp building, um, friendly gathering, music festival, um, which some of the Burton dudes, uh, Danny Davis and um, Luke, what's his last name? There's these two brothers. I'm blanking hard right now. Luke but, McGee. Let's say McGee. Let's say Luke McGee. <laughs> Not Luke McGee. But I'm Whatever. I'll think of his name. Soon. <laughs> Um, they had the Sweet Music Festival. They also needed a ramp. So the, McGee kind of, the McGee Festival. McGee Festival. Friendly <laughs> McGee Festival. Sorry. So we came together. The two of us kind of co-funded the creation of this ramp. Um, we kind of agreed upon like what we wanted. Um, Danny Davis actually had the idea of having the two different transitions to kind of like cater to more people.
2: Solid
0: idea.
1: Um, we decided to surface it with ramp armor, which is basically skate light, just so that it would actually like. Skate really well and be durable and not just like get all jacked up and have to transitions are
0: really fun, totally. super quick, fun, like totally. perfect size, the not barn.
1: too abrupt because some minis are just like so steep it's like it's super hard to skate well, gets hectic, yeah. So so it's meant to be mellow but but shreddable. So anyways, we co-funded it and then afterwards, narbear was like, by the way, this ramp sitting behind my barn getting rained on, I don't have anything to do with it. Do you want to buy it? And I was like. Then, like counting my money, I was like, "Sure, I guess so." Like, I don't know if I can afford this, but if I use it more than twice, it'll be worth it. So, so yeah, now it's in a barn in Harvard and uh, ready to get dragged out. Hopefully, nothing got too fucked up over the winter. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll skate it one last time, and then I've got two different people who are looking to buy it afterwards.
0: I was gonna ask, yeah, yeah, because that thing's sweet.
1: It's so sweet. I'm yeah. like, it pains me to have it in a barn for 362 days out of the year
0: yeah it's brutal uh,
1: yeah so so hopefully i got two different friends who are looking at buying that potentially going to buy all the ramps and build like a sort of like temporary indoor skate park boston area so fingers crossed no details yet to share because i don't want to mess that up yeah let's take a quick little break with yeah, yeah. go back to the youtube say yeah. what's up to these people
0: um yeah. amstein skater says oh, i'll probably get your pro model board next
1: Hey, my dude! Which, which one is that? Good call.
0: <laughs> Way to support the All I Need yeah. movement, my G. He
1: has, cool. he has some inventory in stock. Yeah, we just actually Evan
0: Young, Evan Mansellillo came over today, moved about twenty, sure. thirty boxes of skateboards and put them in behind us and counted inventory. He was here for a good like two, three hours handling that bi. So I like that was one. cool. Yeah, That's we got personal favorite. some World Industries and we got All I Need behind us. I might have to get that one. <laughs> Pro models, uh, there's one right there, the hobo, and then, uh, yeah, that's my, yeah. this is actually my hobo series, so that's if I was a hobo, yes. and, uh, I'd be making stew with the squirrel and turtles, and I got a little cauldron down there, a little corn
1: pipe right I there, yeah, Peter, this is PJG on cardboard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: that's a cardboard backdrop, kind of looks like you're skating a cardboard skateboard, Jake, um, The other pro model I got right now, I think there's only one left. It's my mic one, but it's buried in there right now. So if I buy it tonight, it'll be sold out? Yeah. Do you want to see my unofficial pro model? Yeah. It's not my pro model, but it might as
1: well be. I want to see it.
0: (laughs) People tell me I look like Nicolas Cage. (laughs) (laughs) You do.
1: Can you make that face? Yeah. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, that's good. You just need long hair. Yeah. If I
0: grew out the faded glory, because it doesn't grow this way, it grows that way. That's why I have a hat on. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I would look just like that. Yeah. I believe it. But uh, hell yeah! Shout out to Amstein Skater, Thanks Definitely. for
1: supporting the uh, all I need scene and family.
0: Yeah, every if you cop a board or some apparel from us, that money goes directly back into the skateboard community. Whether it be the New England Am or it keeps this podcast rolling. You see all the if you watch the YouTube channel, you see what we do. We go on trips and we're turning people pro, and we're creating artwork and working with skateboarders. We got our first issue of our magazine out. Working on issue two already. So, um, yeah, you support the movement. That helps, and that's epic, man. So Basically, if you buy a out. board,
1: it makes sure that all their team riders can come to Central Mass Skate Fest. Yeah, yeah,
0: it keeps skateboarding in the hands of skateboarding because there's a lot of brands out there that are not skater-owned because it's really fucking hard to turn a profit with a skater-owned company, especially when your competition is, mm-hmm. say, a footwear brand that sponsors someone and, they start a brand and you're just like up against that
1: it's yeah. like or some how do you sponsor someone when they're competing offers like ten k a month? you're like, yeah, no, so I don't
0: yeah, so this is completely independent and skater own skater run, and you can tell by what we put out, you know so totally. and your support means the
1: world to us totally. so thank you um and one quick thing just please. Since I totally sidebar myself go ahead, the redacted version without any backstory and and uh sidebars. Friday, mini ramp jam, street course. Oh, yeah. Saturday, we keep those same ramps set up for free skate. It's not free, you still got to register, but it's cheap. But um, the main focus is the downhill race, which is heats of six, top three, advanced elimination style. But you can skate the mini and the street course for fun all day Saturday. Sunday is a slide jam. So most of the ramps from the street course plus this massive tabletop big air ramp are set up down a hill. So imagine a downhill skate park. I would love for you guys to come at the end of the day. If I you wish. Which it. day is this? This is on Sunday the 4th, and it's like end of the days when we do big air, which is, I call it the carcass toss. Nice. Just <laughs> to, we take the ramp and we spread the landing in the, in the launch ramp farther and farther and farther apart until it's just like the Danger last zone. people hucking it down like a meat tunnel of spectators. Yeah, that's it's, amazing. It's like watching in those golf, like, you know, like tee shots of the pros when there's like thousand people yeah and you're like dude if i if that was me i would be smashing someone in the face except a golf the, golf,
2: the
0: golf the golf golfer is throwing his body instead of the ball right yeah and he's yeah <laughs>
1: and he's an actual professional whereas it's, it's like a little more ragtag but yeah, like but the people who make it to finals are genuinely good <laughs> yeah um so yeah that's the whole that's the whole schedule if you go to com slash schedule it's like the full down to the hour down to the half hour um SkatecentralMA.com is the whole website there's a drop down menu in the top left and it's like super thorough um harry hubble's been helping me with that site forever and it's i try to have it be like i started making it a good website once i got tired of answering people's questions i was like wait oh yeah i can make a website yeah and then whenever someone asks the same question i just send them a link Yep. so it's been and
0: great. uh i'll make sure mike uh writes down all the links and we'll yes. include them in the description so you can just go below this video Click the link, check it all out. Yes. Uh, Mr. Perry Vlog says, yeah, yeah, Gravity Fest, my G.
1: What's G-G- up, Robert. He didn't say it quite like that, but you get the point. He's a homie. He just joined, he was coming to Sun Mass for years and years, and then he just joined the staff for the first time ever at what? Gravity Fest. Nice. Him and his buddy Chad Shoals. Um, and the two of them killed it, and then they were like, "Wait, we really like this. Can we also work at Killington?" I was like, "Absolutely, nice." And then it's good Send to mass, find people that are reliable yeah. and helpful. Yeah, and it's cool because like they were just you know registered riders. I, I knew them just from their their racing, and also Rob would always submit an entry for the video editing contest, which is like an open source. You know, we have a super talented media team. We put the videos all up in the cloud and you do
0: a great job with that. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just That's to gonna happen it, this year? Yeah, we'll do it again for yeah. sure.
0: So basically people can take all the footage that people film and upload yes. and they can and they have an editing contest
1: to see who can right. chop it up. So we have some like Matt Frazier has been my main media video partner for a few years. Um, Wes Eldridge has been shooting mass since like day one and he has some crazy high frame rate cameras. We've got this kid Jaden Lawler who's like went to Film school and is extremely talented. Um, and then we'll have a couple other people shooting. So, and probably Rob Perry too. So, we take who's the homie – sorry to interrupt,
0: but who's the homie out there with that big-ass camera? That's Matt
1: Frazier. Dude, dude he he's had, got some gear. He almost smoked
0: me last yeah. year on the street course because also uh, on Friday there will be a mini ramp, but also like random yeah. stuff set up for It's like an old-school
1: skate jam where there's like ramps in a parking lot. But It's like, fun as got, hell. It's it's super Sketchy
0: fun. pole jam, you're in. Yeah. Sketchy
1: pole jam. He comes entree. flying
0: by with this camera contraption that's like huge yeah. and like
1: doom, almost smoked me yeah. twice. And he's like ripping on his boosted board so he can yeah. get like smooth dolly shots. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. fast, dude. So yeah – Angles. So we, we've got, like, a really awesome, talented media team. We take all their footage. We kind of trim it down so it's just the good stuff. Um, we folderize it so it's like you go in, and there's every uh, video guy is, like, identified by name, and then it's by day, and then it's identified by camera. So it's easy to kind of sift through. You're still going to spend a ton of time, like, watching, pre screening, and downloading the footage. Um, but, but if you're into it but if you're into your it that's height. great yeah. if you didn't go to the event like this is the crazy thing half the people who have won or podium the editing contest have never been to the event wow but I didn't they think just of get that. like super immersed in it so it's a way to make people who can't go still be involved so we've got these people like this girl Mae Manning um, we've got there's some people who did the editing contest for years before they actually came there's this guy Wayne Art from Spain and they just put together sick videos, and they're like, man, I feel like I was at the event. Like I was like, they're like, I don't even need to go. It's like, I was like, no, no, no <laughs> you should still come. But, like, yeah, it's rad. So. I know that
0: feeling because, yeah. like, I film a lot of the skate sessions these days because like, I'm around so many talented skaters, and I'm like, I have someone has to film, totally. you know? And I'm like, yeah. and then I come no back. No one's going
1: to do it if it's not you.
0: Yeah, so yeah. I film the whole fucking session, the whole thing, and I'll come back, and I'll, like – edit it and i'm watching every clip going through second by second by second and it's like it's so submersive nowadays with it you watch it and you're
1: like the memories are like from
0: real to video it's like you almost don't
1: Remember it in person, but then it gets seared into your brain when you see it in the footage. And you
0: get like multiple perspectives because in person you saw it, but then you're watching it on your camera right. and it's just like so – it's
1: 360 degrees totally. almost
0: yeah. and some some aspects of it.
1: And then the cool thing is so say you've got five different cameras to <laughs> to pick footage from, then you've got like – So many different angles. You got. We have drone footage. We have high frame rate ultra slow mo. We have like the dolly follow shots. Oh, that sounds so sick! If someone's into editing and really wants some skate footage to mess with, and it's all free. Like we we put it up in a box folder. Anyone can download it for free, and then we get our sponsors to pitch in prizes. And I I throw in money just because I'm like, this helps me create more media, so it's good for me. Yeah. Um. And it's good. So so at the end of it, like last year, we had like ten entries. And I swear, like nine of them were really good. Yeah. And one, the one, the other one was still fine, but it was like the, there were nine such good videos, and I was like, oh god, this is gonna be hard. And the, the I think five finalists that we picked nice. were unreal. Yeah. So it was like, oh man, this is hard for us because we usually do like a judged category and then a public category, which is voted on by the general public. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So whoever gets the most likes on their video. Um, we, we re-upload all of the final videos to the Central Mass Skate Festival Facebook page. And then basically whoever gets the most likes wins the popular co- contest.
0: The Donald Trump one?
1: Yes. <laughs> and then we have our own electoral college oh, where we vote privately nice. and fuck the public. We just make our own choices. Son of a... So usually there's two two different results and we've got prizes laid out for each of them. This year, there was they were we, we had already decided our results just before we even picked, like when we picked finalists, but yeah. it ended up matching perfectly with the popular. Oh, double win. So the winners got like hooked up. Double, double. Yeah, double, nice. double. Yeah, triple, double. Good for them. Yeah. So if you want to see those videos, skatecentralma.com slash editing contest, those are still all up there from last year. It's got all five or six finalists, and they're, dude, they're bangers. And Robert Perry is the reason I brought this all up. Robert Perry put together like a nine and a half minute video. So at first I was like, oh, this is long. And, man, it is so good. It's nah, like sick dude. transitions. Like each day gets its own min- three-minute mini edit. So it's it's tight. I, I, I honestly think like if
0: something good is good, it doesn't matter the time limit. Yeah. Especially nowadays with the capability like on a podcast, you can stop yeah. it and come back and save your spot. Same with YouTube. Totally. So it's like – and people consume content they like. So like I, I'll, I'll listen to a podcast or watch a video – and if I can't finish it because I got to go do some work or something, I come right back to it. Yeah. Because there's not like there's a lot of content these days, but there's not that much good stuff. There's well, so much because everyone's yeah. available to put it all up there. Totally. But when you find something you that's like the, really yeah. pulls you in, yeah. yeah. So then it's like it doesn't even matter like how long it is you know, or you short tra- it
1: is. You sift through the trash and then you find what you like and you'll you can dive into it for hours at a time. And it's weird because. When I was making YouTube videos, it was like it had to be short, or else no one would watch it start to finish. Whereas now, the algorithms are like, like Facebook. If you upload a th- under three minute video, it's like, by the way, if it's more than three minutes, it does better and we'll push, we'll promote it more. I'm like, really? Like, it's almost promoting lo- long form content because people are watching so much media on their phones. Yeah, they get locked in, and f- and if there's good video after good recommended video, and your video is recommended because people like it and engage with it. You could be on your phone for an hour. Dude, I've been like like taking a dump like on my phone. I'm like, I'm just going to – sorry. This too is much, too much bro. detail.
0: Too much, just like, But I get it. I shit you know too. I, mean? I like, take a shit, it's bro. It's like you have your phone with you all, <laughs> all the time.
1: Like anywhere you go. And wash it's like, your hands. It's like Yeah, wash your hands. And, and after. And <laughs> after. Um, but like grocery store anywhere like oh i'm looking at my phone and then you're like that video is cool auto plays the next one you're like that video is cool 30 minutes later you're like what am i doing
0: i wake up in the morning and yeah. i find stuff i like and totally. it's about half an hour hour two yeah. hours and i'm watching shit yeah tunnel rabbit totally it's nice. you just
1: go in the wormhole um yeah. no matter whether you're in the bathroom the thing or elsewhere.
0: With, the thing with youtube is like you basically become an employee for Google mm-hmm. so you gotta build a channel and so you gotta build up a huge catalog yeah. of stuff and along that way while you're building it up you're figuring out what your audience wants and right. every audience is different depending on what you're aiming at with your channel you know like some channels are like stunt ones where it's like right. you know that's what they do and it attracts yeah, a huge audience yeah you to keep
2: it
1: narrow
0: yeah you like... the truth is it doesn't really matter what you do but whatever you do just make sure you enjoy it so like if you're filming something cause a lot of people are like I just wanna get rich and famous off of doing this and it's like yeah everybody does and it's not sustainable product plug yeah
1: me twelve dollars per click
0: yeah what's sustainable is if you create content that you're engaged with that you give a shit about and it shows through the editing and through the video and and like it you got to really care about something to make it last for a long time you know because like you could get into it and just chase those views and those all that stuff, you know, and you watch the money or whatever. It goes up and down. It's like it'll drive you crazy and you'll just quit. Uh, what I learned through doing any type of content is just to do stuff that I enjoy, that I love. That way it's like I'm excited to do it. Like the YouTube videos, I love doing them, and I keep it yeah, you simple. Can, you
1: can tell, and that's why I think it, it's like a it good program because yeah. if you watch it, you're like – I don't feel like this guy feels forced to put out content for his sponsors. It's like he just wants to do this.
0: Exactly, because anything can become a job, dude. And yep. that, The last thing I want is another job. I yeah. want the shit to be fun. Like the podcast for me... Fuck a
1: job. I want it to be fun. Because yeah.
0: if we're going to get paid to do something, let's have let's get paid to have fun. Look, if I know? wanted <laughs> to
1: get paid more money and not have fun, I could just like work in finance. Like, exactly. I, like exactly. I, I made the choice, and I have to remind myself sometimes. It's like like I'll work long hours getting ready for the events and doing my sales rep stuff, and it's so- somewhat seasonal, and I get to travel, so it's like um, it works out, but. You gotta. I gotta remind myself, it's like, I should, like, take a break today and, like, go skate or go ride my bike or do something, because it's like, I chose the fun path, so let's keep it fun. And then, dude, it helped me a lot. Like, I used to stress about my social media, like, content stuff so much more, and then I was like, man, this is a grind, and, like, once they made Instagram non-chronological, I was like, whatever, I can't figure out the algorithm, I'm just gonna post what I want to and, like, not stress about it, and, like, I don't care how many likes it gets, like, if I want to post a stupid photo of a cat, I will. Even yeah. if Mark Zuckerberg really wants me to keep posting the exact same kind of product photos and like skate content. I'll, be, like, I'll be Mark. Keep like, going, Mike. Yeah, keep going. Keep, keep doing it. Keep, keep going, keep, Mike. No, Fuck off with the cats. We need more skateboards. I'm like, why would you post a cat? Yeah, you know you following. You know what your following wants. I'm like, <laughs> Mark dude get off my back i want to post this like, don't indict me yeah like i want to post the sunset is that wrong of me like i'm gardening right now you want to show you guys my zucchinis so yeah. like is that does that make me a bad guy <laughs> so yeah that's uh well it's
0: just the only reason i say all that is because it can become a trap you totally, know like totally. and the last thing you want is a trap a man. thirst trap yeah exactly yeah. like do it because like for me i look at all this stuff as like collecting memories
1: totally. like this i can go back and like oh, yeah listen to like i love that going through like i was so i kind of matt boozer actually posted a instagram story with one you know you can ask like poll questions yes and he was like are you going to send mass yes or no like it was super basic and i was like dude i totally forgot that this is like i've spent years building up the central mass skate festival instagram page and facebook page and i'm like just been so busy with other stuff, I I forgot that that was even a capability, and I was like, oh, I should ask some questions. So just yesterday, I spent probably way too much time, but like, <laughs> people would be like, I was like, who do you think is going to win the race? And people would say this guy or that guy, and I would go through like Central Mass, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, like going through the archives, just finding photos of these people or like memories and like cool stuff to share. And I was like, God, I'm so glad we filmed all this. Yeah, and it's even random. if it felt like a chore at the time to like perfectly organized it all for the video contest like i'm so happy now because i can go through and be like i want to see the dji drone videos from 2016 of slide jam day it's like boom it's
0: hard it's it's also really hard to be ungrateful when you go back and look at all those years of the contest and like you're like dude we had such a good fucking time like 10 years you're like it's hard to be ungrateful that's what i use the, the youtube channel for i go back and i watch the episodes and it's just us having fun, skating with the homies, doing what we want to do. Totally. And I'm like, like the other day, I knew the next two days was going to be heavy with shit I didn't want to do for the right. skateboard company. Yeah. It was like, we got to do inventory, we got to carry boxes, we got to ship shit. I'm like, I watched the vlog of Martha's Vineyard we went on, got super high. Like, I'm that like, that was tight. This is why we're doing yeah. it. And then I was like, after that, I went and just grinded all that out and, like, didn't even feel like work. It was yeah. like I was so excited and motivated to do it because I knew we were oh, going to get another session, another trip. Yeah. Like, let me get to some of these yeah, YouTube yeah. ones. Sorry. We've been uh,
1: we're just having so much fun.
0: Yeah. My homie Mason, rough on skateboards out of New Hampshire, says, I really want to organize an event in Concord, New Hampshire. Sick. So many shredders here. Any advice? Dude,
1: absolutely. So I was – we were just talking per- about hold this. On. Perfect
0: question for Mike.
1: Yes. Let me just – Anthony bought us drinks. Little this nippies. This is a vitamin – uh, I think this is a kombucha shot. Yeah. Like a, a, it's good for you. Lemongrass. Yeah, sure. Herbal tonic. It's really good for you. Actually. Super good yeah. for you. Don't let Zuckerberg know what that is. No, dude, that's, I bought that at Whole Foods. Um, yeah. So we were just talking about this right before the podcast came on and, um, I I think back like at least on the longboard side um I've tried to be avoid exclusive terms and like I I branched out in 2014 I think to have Central Mass include every discipline but I appreciate
0: situation. you for that
1: yeah, thank you. It's uh, it's hard. The ramps are god damn it. The ramps are so hard. But it's easy to make. Fun.
0: It's like from a core skater like
1: me. It's yeah. easy to make fun of shit because I mean, you're it's a fun pro, to, Like still pro street <laughs> skater. And yeah, that's. I also appreciate that you're like not just like oh, it's some longboard event. And fortunately, from the get go, like I had been tight with Eastern Border since day one. So they embraced it from the jump. Like as soon as I added a mini ramp, they sent people there. Tabor and Bub raced the first sendmass mass. Like damn, they, they sponsored. That's it. legendary. Dude, they let us. They loaned us all their ramps when we didn't have our own. Like they they produced all the t-shirts for us with their printer, who I still use to this day. Nice. So, so it's been like one of the big missions for me has been to include everybody. It doesn't matter the length of your board, the size of your wheelbase, whether or not you have tails, and fortunately. Like, it doesn't happen often. I feel like Central Mass is maybe the only time all year where I see longboarders and skateboarders, like, existing as one cohesive unit. Still with kooky shit, like guys wearing skyhook bindings and, you know, <laughs> horns on their helmets, you know, <laughs> slamming 20 times on the rainbow rail. But we also love that because it's so entertaining. And yeah. it's like, it's just another dude trying to skate. He's having the best time. So who's to say, like, that dude sucks? It's like, no, he's having more fun than all of us. As long as they're rolling. So Back to bring, advice. bring it, yes. Yeah there needs to be a rolling. Bring it back though. <laughs> if you like we were saying when it was huge and there was like a lot of money in the longboard industry and people were getting really dicey with like we want exclusive media partnerships and like people kept a lot more secrets about how to host events or how to get sponsorships or like like my my sponsor deck I spent forever building and it was a really good tool. So I was like, man, if I share this than every other like when there's a lot of money going around and there's 20 other events vying for the same sponsor dollars, <laughs> I was like I'm kind of in competition. This is like having a skate shop across the street. This is like having, you know, 20 competitors all with the exact same target demographic. But now, like, it's shrunk a bit, and I kind of like it because it's weeded out a lot of the Johnny-come-latelys and fucking like money chasers who just want to get like make a buck yeah it's kind of gone back to the core and now like i as an organizer i have no qualms i'll share any information with any hopeful organizer because i'm also tired of people being like hey man i found this cool hill or like there's this cool new park you should host an event i'm like you should host an event I'll i can help. only do so much like, i'm yeah. one guy i'm yeah. just one guy if i had clones myself it would be sick yeah. we're not there yet but um I will gladly share, like my buddy Jeff just hosted a sick new event, 70 mile an hour racetrack in Whitcomb, uh, Florida, Massachusetts. He was like, I want to host an event. We have a whole scene here. I don't know how to do it. Can you help? And I like walked him through it and we spent a lot of time on the phone and I kind of mentored him through the process and it was sick. It was like a really good event that's going to it's going to be back next year. It's going to be we're going to do a joint season pass next year where so, you can like get a discount on both of our events.
0: So say I'm the utmost beginner at doing events. I've never done one at yeah. all. Some practical
1: advice. Honestly, um if you're trying to do it at a skate park, do it at a skate park. Like if you can avoid getting road closure permits, <laughs> do that cuz they're hard and they're there's just so much that's involved. So if Especially if it's to... like a town that's super small totally. and like you're the chaos that oh, God, comes. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, they haven't seen anyone who's not like a local resident over 70 Dude's years with old. horns totally. and shit, yeah. so Leather chaps. People and... swearing. There's that oh, one old lady who's like, weed. I heard someone say the F-bomb. They're
0: smoking the grass! Yeah.
1: <laughs> my, my grandkids are here. There's no kind of language to be having. <laughs> you should wash their mouths out with soap. I'm like, God damn it, lady. Shut the f-. I mean, I'm like, please be quiet. I'm... I'll make sure that they watch shut, their the shut the front door. Front <laughs> door, and then I got to commentate really, really PG friendly on the mic. But but yeah, if you're a no, most Not beginner me. organizer and you want to try to host an event, approach the venue like find a good venue. Make sure that it's logistically sound. Like make sure if it's a if it's an outdoor skate park, you got to know who runs it. If it's a a road that you want to close. Make sure you know who's in charge of issuing the permit. And then go to that person and say, hey, I want to close this road for an event. Um, depending on the town, like if it's state park property, they'll probably just say, no, not happening. Sorry. The bears like, need their space. The bears need space. The elk are still breeding. <laughs> and you can't mess that up. Um, and there's old growth forest. And if you crash into one of those trees. This is an elk having sex. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I've seen it. So Just now. Um, just now. So... Basically figure out who who needs to say yes. Like the last thing you want to do you can host an outlaw event where you just show up and do it.
0: I was gonna say that.
1: Like that is totally viable. I just don't advise for it because personally I'm not willing to have the liability.
0: Well you're a rep and you work with a lot of brands, so you don't totally. wanna like and
1: even before I did any of that, like I hosted events before I did any repping. Yeah. I just was like if I have all these people who saw my YouTube videos who want to know where these hills are, and I invite them all to Harvard where I live and where my parents live and where I work and where I go to, you know, it's like, if I invite all these people here and I fuck it up, I'm going to blow my own spots. And then I'm going to have nowhere cool to skate in my backyard. And yeah. like, that sucks. So I was like, I could do it that way, but it would backfire. Or I could do it the right way and get permits. But I have friends who host Outlaw Series out in California. You know, if they're like some remote road or some kind of like outskirts skate park just do it do it yourself figure it out i actually host a couple small community outlaw events in boston where we basically just like have a session where we go from point a to point b but like start there like don't go huge you don't need like there's so much risk like, keep it simple for keep sure keep it simple my first year running sem Mass, it was one day it was 45 people i didn't even know how to make a bracket it was like super grassroots it's just like get the permit close the road do what you need to do i so i, I went to the town hall talked to the board of selectmen and and was like what do i how would you issue me a permit what do i need to show you and they're like you know um out like a outstanding what's the word demonstrable support from the residents on the road that you're closing Fuck. um yeah <laughs> really yeah you need to have insur- insurance <laughs> that meets these criteria you need to have an ambulance squad on site and you need to have a police detail and i was like Ugh, okay Um, But then I did all those things. I, like, talked to the ambulance squad. I set up a police detail. Well, that's how you get 10 years out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I just don't want to blow it. And so you can – even with all those things, you can still run it. I wouldn't say affordably, but, like, there are other venues that are cheaper. Like, you can go to a town that doesn't require you to use expensive-ass shuttle buses and towns that don't charge $90 per hour for their cops and that don't, you know, require three officers per day all day. So, like – before before all that, like find a like, good venue, yeah. Find a good host who wants you there, and then and then ask them what it would take for them to say yes. Yeah, that's and the first stop.
0: Before before all that, like one way I started was my friends just built the DIY, which is kind of the renegade you're talking totally. about. Yeah. And what I did was I was like, you know what? Let's just do a skate jam. Post it online. Whoever shows up knows about the DIY. Put out a bucket. If you got change in your car, kick it yeah. in. It's for more ramps. Yeah. We build the DIY. That's a first skate jam. Totally. And that all, all that takes is five to ten people that want to come it's have a quick, good time. Like, yeah. yeah. Have a good time. Film and edit. Make it totally. sick. Use that edit as promotion for the next one. You know? Like, hey, this is what we did. This was the yeah. day. And then you build from there. And then if, you're, if you want to keep going – then you you find your right. you find like a location. Right. If you want to go your route, that's like
1: yeah, that's like you got to yeah. You you can backtrack from what I was saying. That was just how I chose to start my event. Yeah, but like. A lot of it's just getting people together to skate because that's gonna be a more special experience that's that's getting more people stoked on skating. But that I, could also
0: get busted up by totally, the cops and totally. like it could be like, a shit just, show. We, we just
1: did uh, yeah, absolutely. Like, but you
0: start there. Yeah, you start
1: there and then if you don't get kicked out you're like, Oh, maybe we come back here. We
0: adjusted a little yeah, bit. You like, like, add if you do a little get bit. kicked
1: out, you're like, Fuck, we won't come back here. Like, yeah, you know.
0: Then you start looking at permits too, you know. Right,
1: totally. Um, which
0: is how you get 10 years like I was saying because right. like 10 years
1: at one spot you, is amazing you cannot burn any bridges you yeah. gotta like, it's play the game so much effort we gotta play their game
0: that's next level because you got the whole town involved yeah. you might even have like news people dude come this out is like a
1: like... upper middle class like pretty rich ritzy white people town Yeah, you know, it's like they it's out there they give fucks they yeah. don't not care they, yeah. they care a lot so yeah. it's like to stay in their good graces has taken a lot of effort it's but, amazing what you've done but really like you don't have to do that like we did last week, we used to do this all the time and I'm I'm like super happy that we're getting back to it. There's a group in Boston called Boston LB and we just decided like last week we were like, Man, we want to go skate some parking garages because that's like the easiest downhill you have. You've got a parking garage with an elevator and then a slope on the way down. It's like a fun little racetrack so that fun. you can just go rip. Yeah. And we we're like, let's let's skate garages. And then someone was like, How about next Monday? And we were like, Yeah. And then it was just like, All right, well then I guess like um meet Monday. 7 p.m. at this park. We'll go from there. And, like, I think like 12 people showed up. And then we went and had the best time ripping these awesome, like, awesome. these found a couple sick garages. Didn't get kicked out. There was one, they're both seven levels. And one that was just stairs, but was such a sick spiral on the way down, it didn't matter. The other one had a, uh, an elevator. And we just had, like, the sickest time just ripping and then, like, went out to bars after. So it's like, if you want to host an event, just do some of that like like find your community on social media honestly is the easiest way and just be like hey let's all go to the skate park on this day $5 buy in we'll do a game of skate winner takes all like just come up with something and promote it somehow and yeah. then if it goes well which it probably will cuz everyone's desperate for someone else to host something fun for them yeah then I was going to say go that from there.
0: most most events go pretty well because people want the event to go well yeah. what i'd say is like don't be afraid to do it. That's the hardest part is overthinking it. Like totally. like you said in the beginning, Mike. It's like just figure out how to get like some prizes to give out for people that apply effort and it doesn't have to be a lot. Like you don't have to overthink it and be like, I need all these sponsors. Yeah. You literally don't. People just want to have a good day, maybe get someone to film it, find a location, legal, illegal, whatever. Yeah. Like I've do definitely it. done some DIYs or I've even done like an internet one that was pretty sick. I'll talk about that in a second. But I would say don't overthink it. Make a flyer, which is simple. You can literally do a pen, piece of paper. can be sketchy art. Take the a sketchier, photo. the like, better. Take a photo yeah. of
1: someone skating and like stylize it and like add some words. Our our flyers back in the day were basically like tattoo sketches. Yeah. That's all it takes. That's the all it date, needs. Date, yeah. location, URL. Yeah. That's
0: it. And just like start there. Get some people to come. Don't be afraid if no one shows up because at least you've fucking tried. And I've done tons of events, and there's been days where no one showed up but me and the homies showed up, and we had a great time. And we still were like, well, that was worth it. You
1: didn't spend like three grand on hay bales and cops.
0: (laughs) No, no. But so I would say keep it as simple as possible. Try to get some stuff to give out, even if it's just one t shirt, one deck. Like, just reward the people that put in effort. Because if they're going to show up and shred and, like, you're going to have judges and stuff, if you're the judge, reward the people that put on the show. It's a show and it's fun and everyone destroys and people just want recognition more than anything. And half of the prizes is being filmed and being in the edit, you know? So, like, it's
1: more valuable, unless you're giving away, like, diamond watches. Like, people probably care more. About the footage they can share five years later. Yeah, like how sick was that? Like that yeah. was cool when I was younger. Now I've got two kids,
2: <laughs> fat, and they like, shred. Yeah, yeah. And they shred. Let's hope <laughs> they're not fat. They're less um, fat. Yeah, they're less fat. <laughs> they're but fat because like, they're following me, yeah, like yeah. my habits. I eat a but lot
0: of Cheetos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> But um.
0: But don't be scared. That's all uh, I'm saying yeah. is like,
1: don't be scared. Don't expect someone else to do it for you. Honestly, no, like no. I, I'm. I, and also, not to get like super woke, but like get woke. I'm gonna get. I'm going to get woke. Too woke, too woke. Sorry. I'll stop with the spirit (laughs) fingers. Um, (laughs) Get woke. (laughs) So back when there were a lot more skate shops and there was a lot more – there were a lot more full-length video parts and there were reasons – Oh, I need good eye just dropped, by the way. Full video, full length, 45 minutes. Yeah. Let's go Uh, ahead. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Thanks. So when there were were skate shops everywhere and there were full-length videos and VHSs and whatever – and there was no Amazon, no online shops, like people congregated at skate shops because that was where the scene was. And that's where you knew you could find your dirtbag friends who had the same interest who were maybe counterculture or just liked the same interest. It's like, that's like their golf club or their soccer team or whatever. This is like their group of friends. Um, Now that you can buy everything online, and there's all these three-minute Instagram video parts, and there's very few full lengths—at least physical copy—and there's very few or DVDs are coming by the way. (laughs) DVDs, yeah. There's very few like (laughs) film premieres, except for All I Need, and you know, it's like it's all like Thrasher online parts and like little brands trying to like make a stab at it. So, so the reason I say all that is, I think events have kind of. (laughs) For me, events are the new skate shop. It's the new place where you can count on a congregation of people who are like-minded, who care about the same thing, who are want to have, share the same experience, who want to have their own like little locker room, boys club, girls club, everybody club. Yeah. Um, everybody just, meets like, up. Everybody gets to see each other, out, have see, a good time. Totally. Maybe like, get in
0: an argument. Maybe not. Totally.
1: Like. <laughs> be like everyone skates. Totally. So yeah. so that's. Like there are people who I never see anywhere except Central Mass, and I love that I get to see them in Central Mass because it's the one reason we have to come together. It's Um, amazing that I love Central Mass for that because
0: in any skate event for that, because all summer long I'm like on tour and I start seeing the same people that love skateboarding again and again at these events, and we all get to hang out. We wouldn't hang out normally,
1: totally, because we're all on our own agendas. And you need like I anyone who has a busy schedule, like I can't just go to every single little event. Um, I would love to if I could, but like, if, if someone hosts a cool event, I'm like, sick. Like, I'm going to go there. Part, half the reason I go, like, I'm not a competitive racer or skater or anything, but if I go to my buddy Justin's event in Colorado, Devil's Peak, I'm like, I'm going to get to see so many friends who I like, miss because they live all over the country and world, and it's going to be awesome. So yeah. it's like sort of, especially even like Facebook's kind of ruined, we had a really cool forum called Silverfish that was like, petty deep dive, product knowledge, like photo and video sharing, all that stuff, and it was like archived. You could go back through the archives and find stuff. Now on Facebook everything's like a super quick flash in the pan. Like you post a cool thing, it gets a few likes and then it disappears forever. So so I think for a lot of reasons, like events, both for the media long form, scape shop kind of like congregation, and then also like the way that social media has become so ephemeral, like so so like short lived events are the only way to kind of like make like lasting lasting memories and friendships. Yeah. And honestly, like it's, it's like a sh- live concert totally. almost where you're like oh it, my
0: absolutely, God, absolutely. Yeah.
1: But instead of watching David Bowie, R&B, Bon Jovi, Let's instead do bon of watching John 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 Bon Jovi <laughs> play a mediocre set, <laughs> how and dare be you resentful over two hundred seventy five dollars <laughs> you spent on the ticket? You're like John Bowie skating, <laughs> John <Bovie>. Gossing skating, <laughs> Anthony Shetler skating, <laughs> Joe, Joe, Joe. fucking. <laughs> Like Darth Vader skate, like everyone's skating.
0: Joe Handys in there, (laughs) exactly. So it's
1: like it's it's awesome because you get to skate with your idols, and you could suck at skating, and someone who's ripping right next to you is skating, and they're giving you daps because you landed your first rock to fakie, and you're giving them daps because they did like a tray flip blunt stall to fit. You know, it's like. Everyone is rewarded. Like, I love were, that. It's so awesome. So skating with people is way better than just being a fan. Absolutely, yeah. and you'll also have your mind blown. Like first few years I skated, I just skated with my friends, and all we knew was that like we were practicing board slides and fifty fifties on the little flat bar in their driveway. We're like, this is tight. Hell like, this yeah, this is fun. But then it wasn't until like. I started making YouTube videos that I saw other people's YouTube videos. I was like, Oh my God, that's possible. Like you can do that. Yeah. And then it wasn't until having them come to my town for Central Mass where I was like, Holy shit, like these people are really good. I didn't know any of this was possible. I am super inspired and also they were all like super chill bros who just like wanted to hang out and skate and, and broettes. Like Yeah. So And
0: that's important that's important that you notice that because um girls are crashing it, dude. dude.
1: It's like amazing. I was just talking to... I forget if it was Civil. One of the shops I sell to, they were like, man, last month we sold 50-50 girls to guys skateboards. We sold a gang of girls, completes. There's like a whole New England women's skateboard collective like club.
0: New England female ska- uh, skateboarding. That, yeah,
1: New England female skateboarding, who they said they're going to show out for Central Mass and, like, promote it. Because I want to have a women-specific mini-ramp They came to New England. Yeah. And they did a jam. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so that's – having women skate is a huge positive development. I think it's been a boys' club for too long. It's been kind of like a jock attitude. Like, you know, like like if you show up as a girl to a skate park, you either get ogled or, like like – Shun to the side well let's let's stop here for a second Sorry, yeah. and put a little note here and we should also probably get back to comments we'll get
0: back to the comments like in a second. second definitely um mason i hope we answered you with some advice the best advice is just keep advice. it simple yeah that's 20 minutes is rich
1: yeah. you that's good 20 Those minutes are, these are billable hours so i'll have an invoice on your desk it's on monday coming
0: your way you want to see a piece of artwork that mason made yeah we'll get back to the girl talk what's mason's last name um, made this podcast oh, it podcast listener cursed. Sick, blood, blood sweat, sweat, and tears—all tears. I need.
1: 2019.
0: Yeah, when, when we have our studio Is that set a up, a piece of
1: meat on the ground. Yep, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah,
0: and even like fully to hang oh, it. Oh hell yeah!
1: Remove Suck. and mount this to wall. Nice job, Mason. Thanks for doing that.
0: So let's let's stop there for a second. Um, first I'll say, dude, on our last trip, Martha's Vineyard, the new edit we put up on the YouTube channel. The boys brought their girlfriends, Evan Mansellillo, mm. Kevin Clem, and Sam kern They brought their ladies, uh, Shelly, Colleen, and... Uh, I'm spacing right now. How am I? Because I'm a little... uh, Grandpa? Uh, Julia. Off Julia grass, sorry, yeah. Julia Guglia. I knew it was in there. Julia's the shit. Um, they came, and they skated. They even went to New York with us and skated around the whole city. And uh, the whole time, the I'm like... The best? like you're dude, like I was sick. tripping out because I'm like, I'm 36... My team rider is like twenty, twenty-two, yeah. and it's a whole different world. Because when I was coming up, oh, this is what I was putting a pin in. It was a boys' club, but not not that guys couldn't. Boys are basically little dudes, and they're immature, and you you yeah. know you crack dick jokes, and you you know totally. you're a little like whatever, but. I've always been open to girls skating, like, totally. but there wasn't any girls skating because it was perceived as just a boys' club, and it right. was because right. that men are boys are into like yeah, hurting themselves, smashing like, shit, drywall like, punching, yeah, you know, bros destroying stuff on their skateboards, like shotgunning, Shinners.
1: shotgunning monsters, yeah, in uh, like a show, like they're showing their little flamingo feathers. Yeah, if girl. A girl shows up, they're like, <laughs> they're like I'm gonna punch you in the face because girls love this, uh-oh! Yeah, uh-oh!
0: and and that's fun, but then like I think it just took a while. I think girls like slowly came in cuz it just took a little while for it to mature to the point where like people got it beyond just Dude, like little boys. Little boys get totally. like the destructive side of skateboarding and the and that's a one side of it and it's right. super fun, but it's easy it translates to boys super easy, right. but skateboarding can also be creative and are expressive and all this other stuff and the rest of the world didn't know about it. Literally when I was coming up it was just like boys everywhere and and we we're just shredding and whatever and Lisa steamer was like the girl that was like a dude that got yeah, it yeah and she was just in the van with well, the dudes I, and was just like willing to put up with the dirty ass sweaty balls and like
1: just being in a van yeah. with a bunch of dirt bags you know and i've got to imagine some of the guys who were smart and forward thinking were probably like guys like like huddle up if you stop being such scumbag, scumbag pieces of shit, and hitting on every girl or like fighting in front of every girl that you see, <laughs> you'll actually get to like hang out with girls. You'll see that they're humans. You'll be like, not just you, pieces like, of meat. Yeah. Do you want to only ever see dudes every day, or do you want to sometimes see girls? Because if yeah. you want to, just like be a decent human being and not a piece of trash. Just have some restraint just once like in be a while. Decent. yeah. And then once in like, a while. Not all the time. Okay. Yeah. And now they're like, oh, I get to skate with girls, and they're. They're really good at skating, like yeah, and I they work, got
0: some good dick jokes too. Yeah, yeah. Just I worked like for
1: Protech and Lizzie Armanto, Like, dude, I just watched the. There was some vans contest, and like watching the video, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like yeah. this is the level in women's skating is so high.
0: Yeah, it's cool. It's it's
1: awesome. I, I was so like they
0: they brought their girls, and I was just like tripping because I'm like, this is sick. Like yeah. everyone's getting along, everyone's skating, everyone's like bringing value, everyone's got their own style. Like it's sick to have another gender because it's yeah. another expression of skating, 50%, which I wasn't.
1: Percent of the population you're missing out on if it's yeah. just dudes.
0: But just like even just some watching like gender, and I film, I'm film, <laughs> I'm filming a lot. So I'm like, I'm enjoying filming some girls yeah. skate because it's different. I'm like, totally. this is a different style, this is a different approach. Like it's, it's just like it's really cool to see, and it really made me stoked. And it was weird because I'm like. Back in the day, like no one would want to bring their girlfriend. Yeah, and now like, my no, whole team's
1: like, "Yo, we're bringing our girls." Dude, I'm like, "Fuck yeah, like, let's go!" That's how I knew I like loved my girlfriend, <laughs> or that it was probably gonna work. Is like, I took her on a boys. Trip, I love you, but
0: it's not gonna work. Yeah, well, I, I was like,
1: "This is she's awesome. I don't want to blow this, but like, my friend is having his birthday party. He's renting a house up at Sugarloaf." And or sorry, Sunday River, and they're inviting like twenty of the boys who all went to they all went to Plymouth State University, which is I call it Plymouth Snowboard University because everyone who goes there snowboards. Makes they sense. Just, they just go to Loon, religiously, in Waterville and Cannon, and it's like the squat. So they all rip, and they invited me. We just started dating, and I was like, ah, I want to go, but I also want Kyle to come because she snowboards. We've never. Her snowboard- name's Kyle. Yeah. Wait a minute! I'm
0: confused. Dude, 2019. Kyle Bonus.
1: Oh wow! How cool is that?
0: That's interesting. Yeah,
1: might oh. take her last name. Um, so <laughs>
0: wow, you're so progressive. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> it's just a cooler name than mine. Um, so so I was like, do I invite this girl? I've never snowboarded with her. We've been dating for like a few months. All these dudes shred. If she comes and she sucks at snowboarding, it's gonna be a huge bummer. But like, sure, come along and not even if she sucks but she gotta be able to hang right like, right yeah. it doesn't have to shred but just like we don't want to be waiting for you yeah. constantly or that's i don't the want problem. to have to split off for my friends to ride with you or i don't want to put you the whole time yeah so that we don't have to wait for you yeah and then sure enough like doing our first couple runs we start getting warmed up we start doing some tree runs where it's like spicy lines through the trees like spring snowboarding some thin cover and like hauling ass through the trees and then i like looked back expecting to be like all right let's wait for kyle like guys hold on and she's like right behind us i was like oh Oh, she's like right there i was like all right cool this is awesome i like this is a game changer i'll marry her yeah someday (laughs) i will so it was that's just to your point like having girlfriends and friends who are girls who can skate and, and hang even even if they're not the best skater in the crew it's so awesome. It's like yeah. you're missing out by only having it be dudes. It's able,
0: it's, what I've learned is that it can work and it can be 10 times as awesome. Yeah. I and bring my cool. girlfriend
1: to our sales meetings in Europe. Like for my snowboard, Jones now and yes, snowboard brands. They do a sales meeting in, in Europe each year. So like this year was in Switzerland and last year was in Austria. And I was like, why don't I fly in early with my girl? We'll get to skate or sorry, snowboard like in the Alps. She'll fly home and then we'll start the meeting. And then all the other reps showed up. They're like, wait, you've already been here? You've been snowboarding with your girlfriend? Come out here. And they're like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's nice. been tight. We just had like three feet of pow. Or like this year, it was like, yeah, there's no snow. I fucked my board up really bad. But I work for a snowboard company, so I can get more. Yeah. Um, but like, it's funny. The reactions are mixed. It's like half of them are like, don't tell my wife because I don't want her to come. And the other half are like this is amazing. I'm going to do this next year. How did I never think of this? It's like I, I
0: totally get like wanting to have your space from your your lady too. Yeah. Like that's but, Like fair if you enough. share the
1: interest, which if you're talking about girls who skate and guys who skate, it's already established. Like yeah. if you share the interests, do it together. It's probably more fun.
0: Yeah. And and like I said, it's the, it can work in all any crew proved it i was like this is so cool i didn't feel any awkwardness everyone got along everyone's got the same sort of sense of humor everyone skated hard applied themselves totally didn't matter the gender you know totally let's get to some youtube stuff yeah
1: i'm gonna see if i can pull it up on my phone too because i might two eyes
0: amsteam skater says how's
1: life you want to give him a quick one life is good i just got hired by mamut um so i'm a sales rep in the snowboard and skateboard and i guess now ski industry and climbing industry um, Mamut is a big Swiss brand founded in 1862. They had a rep opening in new England cause their rep got hired as a sales manager. And through a few different twists and turns, I, I got hired. So I'm going to sell them alongside my current brands. It's a huge career opportunity. It's also kind of stressful. So I'm hiring a sub rep, um, which is someone who's going to help me do my business, which is like my day job, which is still fun. Um, So that's good. I'm excited. I haven't been sleeping that much because it's a lot of work, but uh, hopefully that'll change. So, so that's I'm I'm stoked. And it's summer now. The sun's shining. Beautiful. It's like beach weather. You can throw those flip flops on. I've been wearing sandals pretty much exclusively. Hippie. I know. I actually, if you went out to my car, you'd see chaco sandals sitting in the driver's seat footwell because I was like, I can't walk in here with fucking chaco sandals on. Anthony's. Anthony, oh, <laughs> I swear moccasins. Like,
2: well, Slippers.
1: Put, put on some skate shoes so that Anthony respects me. because no, no. I'm just fighting for. It. Really, I just want Anthony's respect. You got it, bro. Right. Ten years. Thank God. ten years Thank is. God I change these sandals. Uh, shout out
0: to Pat B. He says sounds awesome. Andre Cavarlo says hello. Hello, hey, Andre. Hey, Andre. Uh, Mr. Perry vlogs gives the two the cheers. Cheers, yeah, my friend. Cheers, Robert. Um, Stim Truck says, what's up, Mike? Super stoked
1: for the
2: hey, DH, man. That's
1: Gary Enright. Nice. Hell yeah. He's stoked for the downhill, man. Stoked to have you back. Gary um, had a record. He signed up first every year. He messed it up this year. He set the wrong alarm or something. But Gary, the second I open registration, he registers within like 30 seconds. Right. I think he like wrote a script to auto sign up. Wow. So that was cool. Shout Gary's out. on top As of it. As an event organizer, people, <laughs> people who sign up early are God's gift and Cause that that helps ease dude, the stress oh my god you're like oh well, someone when yeah. half the people <laughs> sign up, if I, if half the people sign up in the last week it's like literally i'm pulling my hair out because i'm like i'm gonna lose ten thousand dollars like this yeah. is this is a crisis yeah if everyone just signed up earlier it would be way easier so thank you gary enright yeah and stim truck
0: for those out there that are looking to sign up for any event do, do it,
2: it early, early. Help them out. It early. Do it. Early. I um, pray.
0: Mason Roughs on skateboard says, "So A, A- I N Friday. I can only take one day, and I want to say what's Friday. Up. Do it Friday. Friday. Mini ramp. We can't come to Sunday
1: because you are going to Robstock. Yeah. If you if you don't <sighs> care about yeah Robstock's gonna be sick. If you don't care about downhill skateboarding or the slide jam, um, definitely come Friday. That's that's the day to do it. If you want to see the mini ramp, skate the mini ramp, skate the street course. That's where it's at. Hell yeah. We're gonna have Skull Candy." Um, who's also hiring Avert as the DJ? So we'll have a DJ spinning awesome music all day. ProTech is also co sponsoring the Mini Ramp Jam. So it's going to be, it's legit. There's like some sick prizes. I just got a huge box of stuff from ProTech. Skull Candy, the rep, Joey Ceciliano, is going to be bringing his prizes. He always throws, down, the like, man. He throws down a bunch of like headphones, um, Bluetooth speakers, earbuds. Um, so going to be tight it's done well you will be there so you should be there and we'll be doing a raffle every day which benefits the ambulance squad but also this year we're donating money to talent skate park which is in Burlington Vermont nice. they went out of business like they were on the ropes for a while like awesome awesome indoor skate park bright green ramps like like the extra Pro
0: skateboarders Jordan Maxim yeah. um, yeah. cookie um, there's a few legends from that area totally. and it's and, so like, the only
1: Burlington skate park forever until they put out the outdoor one but like burlington winter winter you need it you need an indoor park so they close and all of a sudden the whole community is like oh my god this is like a crisis we need you to come back so there's been some fundraising like GoFundMe, which you can still donate to you should if you can put that link in the description yeah but they've got um a donor who's willing to match fifty thousand dollars if we if the community can raise fifty thousand dollars He will, he or she—I don't—it's anonymous. um, Will donate, will donate fifty thousand dollars to match, and they basically need a hundred grand to get into this new space, which is a huge warehouse, which would be awesome. So this year, if you come, we'll have raffle tickets, we'll have prizes from all of our sponsors, which is like there's we have a lot, but Skull Candy, Spy, you know, sunglasses, Skull Candy speakers, headphones. We'll have. All I Need, maybe a couple All I Need decks. I'm down. Okay, cool. Let's do it. We just decided that right now. (laughs) Handshake. Cool. Sponsored by All I Need Skateboard. Especially
0: if it's going towards helping talent. We're fucking in. We just need a deck or two. Yeah, I'm in. Maybe you can sign it. We got to have the whole team
1: sign it. Yeah. So um, we're going to have helmets and pads from ProTech. We'll have wheels. From Orangutan, we'll have trucks from Paris. there's, There's a whole bunch of sponsors which are on the website on the sponsors tab. But basically, raffle tickets, there'll be a lot of really cool prizes, some hammocks from Eno. Um, Ooh. And yeah, those are interesting. Tight. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> um, and that is going to benefit the ambulance crew who keeps us all safe and also Talent Skate Park, which we really want to see come back into existence. So. Han-
0: shout out Hannah. Shout out, shout out Hannah and Dave. Dave right? Dave yeah. and Hannah. I haven't been there since Fibro days. Yeah, David but Wood awesome.
1: and Hannah Dean. Um, Miss, come Friday.
0: Mr. Perry Vlog says, Yeah, bro, Friday I'll, uh, they'll be there. Mr. Perry Vlog says, F250. Is that an insider thing?
1: Where's my drink? (laughs) drink. We had this game at a... God damn it. Actually, before you get into it, do you have another one of these? I sure do.
0: Let's do this.
1: So there was a game. Thank you. (coughs) I'll try and do the spark notes. Um, Whenever we close the road for a downhill race, you need to (coughs) identify the last vehicle going up the road because as soon as they leave, you close the road at all locations so that there's no more through traffic. And it helps me... We need one less staff person to be a driver, and I can personally close the road if I am the last vehicle up the road, and also just that way I can shuttle people, and we rented, I rented- I it.
0: never even thought about that. You have to yeah. shuttle people yeah. up the fucking yeah. hill. We
1: use U-Haul, we use, sorry, <laughs> fuck U-Haul. I forgot about that. Enterprise. We use Enterprise. Oh, U-Haul but... <laughs> can burn. Oh, God. <laughs> that's a deep story. But They're anyways, not a sponsor, bro. Not a sponsor. U-Haul can burn. <laughs> Enterprise- Suck it. You guys rock. Um- mm-hmm. So Enterprise had no cargo vans. Amazon, Jeff Bezos, personally rented every last cargo van in a 100-mile radius to spite me personally. He's taking
0: everything, our jobs, he's, he's taking our vans. Like a trillion dollars. Sucking so he took, it all he took up. our
1: vans. Enterprise was like, do you want a truck, like a pickup truck? Because I was like, I actually need to tow a trailer, so it needs to have a hitch. They're like, well, the F-150s we have don't have a hitch, but the F-250s do. How about a three-quarter ton... You know, F two fifty Super Duty Lariat with six hundred miles on it, and now I was like, "Talking." I was like, "You know what, brother? That sounds pretty good, America, America." <laughs> and they're like, "Fuck yeah, yeah." And they were like, "Cool, like uh, we'll just pull it up right <laughs> stop now." Talking I was like, like that. "I was like, awesome. I'll stop. I'll stop talking." <laughs> yeah, <I was> like,
2: <laughs> you're not from like, the south. I was like,
1: "Cool. I also I need a hitch adapter because like I have a normal size hitch. This is such a big truck. It has like a three inch, you know, hitch mount. So yeah, it's heavy. So anyways, drove this truck." Averaged 8 miles per gallon, which was not tight. Everything else about the truck was awesome. Synchronized. Cheers. Yeah, Mike. So the reason I'm I'm drinking this is because I was driving the last truck all event, whipping this F-250, and I would always say, like, all right, leaving the you know the bottom turnaround uh, last vehicle up's going to be the two fifty. Just to abbreviate it, nice. <laughs> I would just say two fifty a lot, and I'd correct people if they called it a F one fifty. I'm like, how dare you, bro? It's a two fifty. <laughs> so then two fifty. <250. laughs> unbeknownst to me, they made it a drinking game that whenever I said two fifty, everyone had to drink. <laughs> so Rob just hold said, said two fifty. So cheers, Rob.
0: We have to drink to that, my friend. <laughs> All time. right, so yeah, Rob, so two fifty.
1: Staff colored koozies. Everything that, if you look at any MG Events media, all of our staff is wearing safety orange. So Spy hooked it up with a bunch of these safety orange road soda koozies.
0: Nice. Solid move. Yeah. Solid move. All right. Pat B says, looking into this goodness now. Thanks for bringing this type of fun to the East Coast and props to AIN for being a chill company. Absolutely. <gasps> boop, boop, Thank, you. Thank you for that. Hell Appreciate yeah. It. The support means a lot and gets me hyped to keep it going. Totally. Um Every once in a while,
1: someone will send a message that's like a DM that's like, hey, by the way, I can't come this year, but I just want to let you know, like, I get warm fuzzies thinking about Sammask. It's like the best thing, best time I ever had. Like, it's a super formative memory, like something along those lines. I like, I just got one yesterday that was, like, very heartfelt, and it's like, man, I don't hear, like, people aren't that explicit very often, but when I hear that someone, like, literally had their life changed for the better, it's like... That's why I do this. Like, and it means it definitely means the whole it's world. Like man, so, meaningful. There's so much work, and like, you every year when you're you don't throwing a event, you're like,
0: yeah. yeah, you don't know if it's the efforts in vain. Like you, you, know, at the end, you're everyone's stoked and stuff. But like, when someone comes to you like with a heartfelt message and like yeah. takes that time, you're like, it really made a difference. Yeah, or they're like, and it I was loved worth your it.
1: event. And I want to host an event. And like, how can can you help me do it? I'm like, yes. Like, I'm yeah. so glad that you came and you saw what's possible, and that you now want to do it yourself. Like, yeah, like, and yes, I'll help. And just like, let me know what you need.
0: Yeah, still, man. The feedback means the world to us. It's totally. it's hard to fit three days under ten minutes. <laughs> Perry vlogs. I do it for a skate community. Grill some meats. Simon Weller says, "Grill some meats." I wish we had Simon Weller. I Simon wish we were Wyler. Wyler. No, it's W E L L E R. Oh, Weller. Simon Weller. Okay. Grill some meats. I would love to grill some meat right yeah. now. I'd go I was, steak, I was about sausages. That. I was like, do I bring
1: over grillables?
0: Some chicken. Dude, would you be should long. do. We
1: should do one of these where we're doing this, but in front of the grill. Like, I got a grill
0: outside in the table, and we were podcasting out there last time that's with nice. Dickie J. Yeah,
1: so not original.
0: Uh, Mary Perry, uh, Mr. Perry vlog says Simon, sup bro. Simon Weller, yo. Uh, that's not kombucha. He says, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, Jeff he maybe, got on maybe it is maybe it's not he got on npr oh yeah jeff we talked about jeff the guy the friend of mine who um hosted the event out in florida mass which is a real town was he on npr yeah they they they, <laughs> they did a segment on him so he was on really the, the, like the western mass local npr really? and i think it went i don't know if it went national but like he got he got a really good um audio piece it was it was sweet that's rad i listen to npr once in a while yeah it's great i listen
0: to it constantly um simon says this is inspiring thank you good i'm glad daily Show. hey guys i just found you on instagram uh where can i find the info
1: on the event so plug it again we'll plug it right now instagram there are two channels the most important one is central mass skate festival that's like the official central mass insta there's also central mass skate festival on facebook but the most helpful resource, like if you've never heard about the event and you're starting from square one, the social media feed is like only semi-helpful because you're only seeing the most recent news. But the website is huge. So SkateCentralMA.com, Skate, dot com has the promo video, which is a seven-minute long saga. I, I've had a lot of fun filming it. It's um, Planet Earth. Every year we do a different silly theme. Like one year I was picking apples in the orchard in my full leather one-piece bodysuit like with like downhill racing suit, full face helmet. So each year we do something kind of goofy. This year, since it's the last year and the species is going extinct, we did a Planet Earth... Critically endangered species edition. Well, I saw some of this. So this is that high. is right on the homepage at Central Mass. There's really we had to pay forty dollars for the music rights to the official Planet Earth soundtrack. Wow. So we went we really Angry. went for it. Um but yeah, skatecentralma.com that's got the promo video. It's got the top left drop down menu has so many different it's like sponsors, frequently asked questions, schedule. Um, travel. There's a discounted hotel booking link, which expires on the 12th of July, which is in two days. So you can get a 20% discount on your hotel room um, if you want to do that. There's shuttles from the hotel to the event every day and to the after party and back on Saturday night. What is the um, after party? After parties at Billiards Cafe and Air Mass. Um, we had a live act, a, a big band lined up that just fell through today. But I was like, wait a second. Setting up for the band is always really stressful. There are other bands that have reached out, but I think we might just do karaoke because people love karaoke. Put that in the
0: editing contest, and,
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think I think karaoke would be sick because we did it at Gravity Fest. Like the local American Legion hosted a karaoke contest or nice. whatever, and it was so fun. So it's like, man, maybe I set up uh, so much less audio equipment because like that's always so stressful. Right after the race, to go race over to the venue and set up gear for the like sound check a whole band and then tear it all down at 1 a.m and like have to dude you're insane yeah it's absurd you're insane 10 years of this you're fucking insane yeah here hold on yeah thank you thank you it's been i need it i need this this is like uh, thank you dude that's heavy it's it's hardcore so a lot and the venue owner this year was like i was like yeah i'm working on lining up a live band and this and that and like working with him on pricing and he's like why don't you just not do a band it's like so much work and it's harder for us too and i was like like light bulb was like okay i'll keep that in mind i still want my buddy anton's band to come but if it falls through Maybe I don't like. I don't need to hunt down another band to make my life harder. Maybe I do karaoke, which everyone's going to have way more fun doing. Yeah, and I have a huge screen where we could honestly project it so large that like not only the person <laughs> who's singing it can see it, but everyone can see it. I'm singing Bon and then Jovi, be, like, baby. Sing along, John Bon Jovi. It's going to be a karaoke machine that only has Bon Jovi on it.
0: Oh shit! Yeah, and Shumba Wumba.
1: So yeah, basically that's what I'm leaning towards. Um, I just got a message. Someone's like, "What are the bands this year?" I'm like. Ah. I don't blame you because I set this precedent that, like, every year there's a live band or two live bands or a DJ in a band. But, like, I might just do a small DJ set and then karaoke. So send your requests. If you want to request a song to add to the MG Events Central Mass 10 Spotify playlist, which I've been working really hard on, comment it below. Um, Leave it. Show Me Love by Robin S. is definitely on there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah we're at like 200 something songs it's gonna be sick
0: that's right I like the idea of karaoke it's always fun and you could add that in the editing contest pictures of me just like
1: (sighs) yeah Shetler he's gonna scream what is it uh, Simple Man is that no what's a Bon Jovi one Uh, I don't
0: even know any of his songs god that's
1: embarrassing
0: it was a little before my time first album i ever bought was Wu-Tang 36 Chambers i was a young little kid
1: we actually could also have a freestyle contest cuz some of the skate events i went to the skate event in Mexico back in the day and we played dice in the street and then had like the sickest freestyle rap battle that's sick so i there's this dj who i was just um like mark farina who i used to listen to a ton of back in the day who i just realized like would be sick to rap over yeah so maybe we also do a little bit of that
0: That'd be dope. Yeah. That'd be dope.
1: White white people rapping. We actually have a pretty diverse <laughs> people group of people who come out. It's not just white people, which is great. Because like I, I just just like we were talking about including women, like shouldn't no sport should be so narrow. And like that's one of the things I like about skateboarding is it seems to be way more like people of all walks of life can skate. You don't have to have a thousand dollars to have some gnarly like carbon fiber frame bike bicycle that would be way more than a thousand dollars but like all you need is a skateboard and the desire to skateboard so it doesn't matter where you're from whether you're rich or poor you know it doesn't matter like you can skate
0: i love skateboarding for that too it can be super it can be super simple and it can be super complex right and it's literally just a piece of wooden wheels and what adds value to, toy. to that is the energy that individuals put into it and that transcends gender and sexual preference and so totally. on and so forth. Because like, cause the truth is in what you do with the board, you know, like how Absolutely. you animate your – use your energy to do it, you know. And that's – and there's no coaches and there there can be if you want. Like I said, it can get super complex. Yeah, you can dork out
1: with it. Like people definitely – like if you want to be –
0: if you want to go to the Olympics, go right the fuck ahead. Yeah. If you not want to my go idea, the, but... the
1: jock route, that's not even a bad thing because, like, those are the people who progress the sport and, like, the sport, like, those dumb. are the people who <laughs> land tricks that no one's ever done or, like, you know, do an crook down, like, a 20 set and you're like, what is even happening? Like, Nigel, how are you human? Or, you know, whatever crazy trick he's done. It's like, you can have a trainer and go that route and that's awesome because you're going to you're gonna reinvent you're gonna invent new tricks that no one ever thought was possible and then if you just want to like barely slash coping on your local pool and have a blast that's that's great yeah
0: yeah it's crazy because skateboarding is so complex that it could be a sport it could be a lifestyle it could be whatever you want it could be an individual thing it could be a group thing it can be for anybody it's just like when i picked up skating it was just because i had uh issues i had like Family issues, and I was antisocial, and I was slightly angry, and I was very angry, and I wanted, I needed friends, and I just started skating, and it was something that I could somewhat control.
2: Yeah, barely. It's like,
1: it's like homeopathic. You can work at it. You can work at it. You can feel incremental progress. Yeah, like that's key. if you're terrible. But you spend all day and you finally get like one axle stall. It's the whole world. You're like, oh my God. And yeah. then the next day you'll be like, all right. Like, like practicing manuals. I remember the Loaded Challenge Series back in like 2009. They did this thing where you had to learn a trick each week. And if you learned all 10, there was 10 weeks. If you learned all 10 and you put it together in a YouTube video by a certain due date, then you got, um, a, uh, what is it, $150 off a of complete. Yes. Nice. And if you were one of the best ones, then you got a free complete. So it was like perfect motivation to be like, I'm gonna go learn some tricks. Hell yeah! And the first one was nose manual three parking spaces. Oh, and oh, I was like, you guys gotta start with that. Like, I don't even know <laughs> how to do any manual. That's a tough one. But I spent like weeks just like going to parking lots, which are everywhere. Like, you don't even need a skate park. You just go. Like, there are parking spaces. They're always the same width. It's like mandated by law or whatever. So you can always go and you have that easy incremental. Like, all right, today I'm gonna I'm gonna nose. I won't leave this parking lot till I like, get one parking space yeah and then tomorrow i won't leave until i get two and then it might take me a week to get three but then all of a sudden you're like this is sweet i have like these metrics it's like someone who's into running it's like all right i want to get a seven minute split time for the next mile uh, or i want to run this time marathon it's like that that exists with skateboarding and there's that little reward like the little carrot that gets dangled or that you can dangle for yourself and if you want a really really big carrot because you're hungry you go to skate events and you try to get on the podium yeah. And you try and win money. Like we give away a lot of money at Central Mass because I'm like I get it. Like feel good chaka bras and free shoes and hats and glasses are sick, but like you gotta buy lunch, you gotta buy your train ticket or your bus ticket or put gas in your tank and whatever. So I try to make sure that I reinvest in the community and put back in whatever whatever comes in pretty much goes out because that just feels like that's the only way to have everyone survive together so yeah and i mean dude that's the dream to yeah. make some money skating but fun. you don't have to like some people are like oh i don't want to go to that event because i won't ever get on the podium it's like dude there are hundreds of people who are going to come and won't be on the podium it's still going to be they'll, fun. they're all going to have so much fun still going to be fun yeah, yeah. that's why
0: i get, like the edit because most yeah. people get in the edit if they apply energy totally. effort, right. and effort and like, if we have five, five media
1: people filming them from every Your angle color. it's like dude you are guaranteed and we got like four photographers and we publish all the photos we try to not like, I, some of it I kind of slow drip just so I don't run out of... Like, I don't want to blow my whole load, like, a week after the event. I yeah. want to have, like, stuff to put out that no one's ever seen before all year, which is hard. But...
2: Pretty, I think about this stuff all the time.
1: pretty much we try to, like, make it all out there so people can create their own creatives. And I, I'm amazed with the Central Mass Editing Contest. It, everyone has access to the same footage. Um, you're allowed to use, what, up to up to... <laughs> That's nobody selling nothing that's a shoey. i'm not gonna force you to do it because that would be why is that a rule yeah our rule is if you spill your beer you got to shoe it if if people call you on it dude that's a fucking rough rule Pour the Mike. rest of your beer into your shoe are you
0: joking me i don't even have shoes i on. know those are
1: furline moccasins <laughs> that would be really they brutal are, you'd have to are. like you'd have to like no. squeeze it out uh-uh. I, won't, I won't make you do that's it that's a rough rule dude it is change your rules that's why you can't be a scrub dude you got to hold on to that beer Things.
0: it's the, it's the thing it's tippy
1: it is tippy. I'll give you that. It's a little tippy. Dude, I played years for Life and Bull Moose. So you have to drink out of your non dominant hand and you got to modify your can. So I got a little dent right there and I'm drinking out of my left hand. All right. Um, Sorry. That's no, no. Side no. Bar.
0: Completely, to sw-
1: completely to switch it up right now.
0: Favorite movies? Do you have any favorite movies? I usually say top three, but that always blows people's minds. It's like three movies. I've just to come with three fucking Dude, I movies. Come with three. I got my three fucking
1: dialed. So I'm like the most movie. Illiterate person ever, oh, but I've shame it's terrible. It's but funny. I grew up without TV, and this is just are happens. you Amish? Yes, <laughs> no. interesting. I know, I, know. <laughs> I have a cell phone, but I'm Amish. But, um, no, so you never know. Out of the few movies I have seen, Pulp Fiction was tight. Ooh. I like lived off of The Matrix when I was a kid. That's like, I don't know, that's on, not even a movie, that's like a documentary. I think I, it is <laughs> of who I want to be. I, are you Neo. Ha- who are I'm you actually who are, um, are you in the movie Trinity. oh i yeah. could see yeah. nice set, got a, on you. Got a, yeah, you. set on you
0: Nice set on you um i don't even know what that means yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> that cakes um <laughs> so that i probably like watched the vhs so many times that the tape wore out wow. i just loved it because i had like three movies so I was like, you should have got it digital like the matrix Yeah. You no know, this digital. was like i had it on vhs yeah so i was beh- like i was
0: ahead of time. a little behind yeah so behind um, time so that's two that was
1: that's two that's solid three
0: i feel like you don't really know yourself till you know your top three
1: i know let me think about this
0: oh, here i'll give you two because you gave me two okay forrest gump okay because it's i just, saw that like a year ago legendary. for the first time ever. really yeah it's legendary right yeah the man is. just it floats around yeah. he doesn't have any expectations but nope. he just he he knows that he, oh he might not be a smart man but he knows Sitting the love is. private ryan number oh, three oh, tom hanks sparked yeah. you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he's in that one right it's tom, tom hanks meg ryan is it
1: mm, maybe no maybe not tom hanks is the most memorable i like that one it's definitely a downer it's the war movie but it is like if you want to oh or hacksaw ridge because like i do have a soft spot for war movies not like a big interest what's hacksaw ridge then that's like a more recent war movie that was i (laughs) my former roommates laughed about it because like i know so few movies that like if we would be hanging out we lived together for three and a half years and they're like encyclopedias of movies and tv so we would be like well, it's a Thursday night, like 9 p.m. You guys want to watch a movie? Sure. And they'd be like, "What do you want to watch?" I'd be like, "You guys seen that movie, Hacksaw Ridge?" They'd be like, dude, we've watched it with you like three times, and they're like, "That's the only thing you ever request." I'm like, "It's the only movie I'd, I just say what I think." Like, that's the only movie I can think of right now. That's like, how you know it's in your top three. Yeah. So yeah. they'd be like, like, and now it's kind of a joke. They'd be like, "You seen any good movies lately?" I'm like, Hacksaw Ridge.
0: Wait, so Saving Private Ryan, Hacksaw no, 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 Ridge?
1: No, one of those two. I'd have uh, to pick one of. The, I'd say Hacksaw Ridge matrix matrix original is yeah pulp fiction nice that's a solid lineup for someone who doesn't know shit about movies finding nemo is tight too but that's probably that's five. in my top three yeah, okay sick
0: wow that's in my top three <laughs> yeah, Tom, really, H- i mean really forrest gump one. finding nemo and then the last one sword in the stone animation okay the original one, classic yeah definitely so good yeah yeah that's a good thing to know okay that's We're awesome
1: pulling my leg with Finding Nemo? Is that for real top three. No, dead serious. Dead it's ass. really good. It's so, so I'm good. I'm glad that you're not kidding. You want to know why?
0: Yeah. I mean, you probably know, but the well, reason why I like it. it's a fantastic film. Well, he... Toy yeah. Story could be up there, too. Toy Story's heavy. Yeah. Finding Nemo, for me, gets me because he has a gimpy fin. He loses his mom in the beginning. Yep. Then he gets taken, and then his dad goes across the whole it's ocean. Like really traumatic. If it were humans, uh,
1: like, filmed in, like, a more kind of, like, oh, you war could. Tone Ukraine, war-torn Ukrainian, like, you USSR could thing, way. it would be dark. <laughs> yeah. But it's fish, so you're like, it's cute, but huh. sad.
0: His dad goes across the whole ocean fighting jellyfish, yeah. sharks, and everything to find his son and then pulls it off. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, I love that movie. If you haven't yeah. seen Finding Nemo, it's in theaters now.
0: <laughs> and Finding <and> Dory is just <laughs> as good. I haven't seen that yet. I feel like Finding Dory sometimes because, like... You just keep forgetting and you're Sugar out scattered. in space. You you ever take a loss, this is kind of dark farm, but we're going there. You ever take a loss in life that you feel everything goes silent? Like you ever get some real bad news where it's like life altering and everything goes silent and you feel like you're out in, spa- out in space yes. and nothing matters and you're just with yourself and you're digesting this thing and you can't hear anything and you're just like lost in this like news that you just got out and it's like nothing's going to be the same totally and yeah. it's hard to pull out of that Dude, i can
1: only think of one time i've gotten bad news but like if you lose the only someone, time that's i can the think feeling. of it like my dad had a stroke after this was right before like a week before central mass maybe five yeah i had just graduated college i was living in providence uh so i was like away from home and it's still close to harvard you know it's an hour drive but i'm like working full-time working really hard um Getting ready for this event, which I'm like, like everyone, like my parents are the best. They open up our whole house. It's like a modest house, eighteen hundred square feet, like, but it's in a beautiful town, beautiful property. Um, and they like turn their house into the staff compound. And my dad like helps. He's out in the yard, you know, tinkering away on ramps until midnight, like, like custom engineering his own super overbuilt ramp. Legend. And uh, my mom's like, you know, making curry chicken salad and like cleaning everyone's dirty laundry. So they're just. A super key part of the event so a week before the event i got a phone call from my mom being like your dad had a stroke he's this is last year this is like five years ago okay um she's like we don't know how bad it is he's in the ambulance right now um you should probably come home and i was like i was like still at the, the office it was like i stayed late it was like a i don't know 7 p.m or something starting to get dark and i just like went outside and was like you know same like you just said like silence i was just like i started crying i was like oh my god it's like when
2: you get news that you know is irreversible it stops your life life. i was
1: like oh my god i'm like trying to think of like what do i do like like central mass is about to happen my dad has a stroke strokes can be fatal strokes can paralyze you start it's like i was like how do i even grapple with this like like this is so much heavy shit to take all at once and i just like tunnel vision i was like like you said i like blacked out i was just sitting there just like torn up um, yeah. it was hard and then i drove home and like luckily he had a hemorrhagic stroke that didn't paralyze his body and they stopped the bleed. you know it's like it went as well as it could have that's good but it could have gone so bad a lot of them do and he got super lucky so it's like Man, it's it's heavy. So yeah. No, That's I that moment where yeah. you're just like That's everything like, gets it's the only it, one I can think of that was like that to that extent where yeah. I was like, Oh my god. It gets super
0: quiet and you lose all your breath and you can't you're crying but you can't cry anymore. And there's nothing you can do to fix what's going on, so you're just in that waiting room, and that's kind of finding Dory because she's lost. I was just gonna say, is that
1: that's kind of like how I feel when I watch Finding Nemo.
0: Yeah, it, it, well, like, finding Dory, she like can't she can't remember anything, and yeah. she's trying to find her family, and she yeah. can't remember anything, so yeah. she keeps being out in that Sounds outer like space. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's fucking heart- heartbreaking. I actually met a dude at the gym the other day. That's interesting out, interesting side note. Oh, now who's That's dropping nice, shit? I, I can't, oh. can't shoot the the oh, shoo it no, shoe it. it. Um no, I always so say gym, I always say gym, but it's more of the spa. Yeah, okay, nice. <laughs> I like to get my nails done. Nice. Jk, nice, JK, nice. Jk, Jk. A little
1: steam bath or like steam room. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. got the sauna, the steam room, and the hot tub and the pool. I like to go there. Shred for that. Some Sometimes waste. I work the machines, but mostly oh. relaxation. But uh, Mister
1: Perry vlogs, by the way, said um, sh- number one movie: Shawshank Redemption, Two Lords of Dogtown, Three Trading Places. Good top three. Trading Places at Eddie Murphy. Haven't seen Trading Places. I think so. I think so. Yeah. But I love Shawshank Redemption and Lords of Dogtown.
0: Yeah, that's those. That's a good three. Yeah, there you go. Sol- solid. Um. Yeah. Uh, so I was at the the. I shouldn't say gym, but I was at the spa, and this dude walked in, and he's like walking in like half his body's paralyzed, oh and uh, he sits down. He's naked. Just FYI, for that's you cool. to get a mental picture, yeah, yeah. I'm in shorts. That's it. But looking ripped, six yeah, pack, like a little yeah. too hairy, yeah, but like tell. action yeah. hero, I yeah. can tell. Yeah. <laughs> you son of a bitch! Uh, and he comes in and he's limping in. He sits down and like I'm sitting there, I'm hot as shit, sweating, about to pass out because it's the steam room. Uh, no, the sauna, dry heat. Yeah. And uh, he said something, and then he was like, ended was he up like slurring. No, nah, he was talking fine, but like he just couldn't walk. He literally took him so long to walk in there, and he told me he had five strokes. Oh. And he said, like they all just came on to came to him recently. Yeah, like he was like fifty, sixty years yeah, old. Yeah, well, that's
1: the thing. If you get a like a blood vessel blockage, like that kind of stroke, yeah, then it can kind of like be cumulative because it's just like unless you get it totally, like you can't just push out a blocked, you know, blood vessel. You got to like, yeah work it all and like replumb your system, and then you've got like new obstructions. It's like it's pretty heavy.
0: Yeah, yeah, it sounds heavy. Yeah. And this dude was like, he had to. He had an amazing head on his shoulders for, like, going through five strokes in the past year, you know? But I was just, like – and I wanted to keep asking more questions, but, like, every time I looked at him, I – couldn't help but look at his dick yeah you know because yeah, he's, he's naked and yeah. like you're trying not to look you look in his eyes you yeah. look down you're like oh dude what the hell yeah it's just an awkward uh spot you you're know like what i mean you have a pretty hard dick i mean a hard <laughs> stroke like how was your sorry your stroke. your stroke that was hard right stroke oh yeah. the lingo is yeah. just and not like, helping I gotta, I gotta get out of here, out of here. Yeah. dude this the gym is a weird spot with yeah. the old dudes do not give a shit about getting dudes, naked old dudes love having i'm still a little insecure Same.
1: i recently i got like i do like the deck change with Towel, or yep. I'll like I'll let my dick out be for be out for a second, let her breathe a
0: little, but like not
1: that long. You're not hanging I'm out not there, airing it out.
0: There's dudes, there's dudes, and we're back for iTunes. YouTube's still here, so that's good.
1: All right, Yo. so we dropped out our <coughs> what is it? iTunes
0: iTunes cut off for a little bit there, but we're coming right back. All you missed was me talking about how my underwear got stolen at the gym.
2: Yeah, if you
1: want to hear about swimming. that, you can go to the YouTube channel we and talk about it. how swimming is hard. Swimming is hard. So if you're listening on iTunes, this is uh, Steve Jobs, I guess, kind of dicked us over on this one. It's, it's really, we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. We got Steve Jobs, RIP, and. Mark Zuckerberg, and I mean, we can't win,
2: but... We're
0: an hour 30 into the podcast, and this is where we start talking ridiculous, and I'm down, if
1: you're down. I'm down, uh, but do we have anything important that we should talk about? Anything more important than finding Nemo and underpants? Not really. So, <laughs>
0: <Perfect>. <laughs> so, do you pay attention to politics at all? Definitely. Do you really?
1: Yeah, very much so. That's good. How old are you? 29. Amazing. I'm way older than you. You know what? I've been told I'm an old soul, and this mustache adds at least five years. I was going to say, you feel older, or at least the same age as me. I got an old dad, and I just- uh, <laughs> an my old My sister's dad. older than My sister's two years older I'll than me. I just
0: said dad. He's 84. <laughs> oh, he's an old dad. Yeah, I got an old dad, good but for he's him. the man. Yeah, um, it sounds like it. He produced you. He's doing he, pretty good.
1: He's Yeah. Had me when he was 55? 55. Politics blows my mind, because- Yeah. I'm – it's a weird, bad, dark time in politics right now because I think social media, just like retail, has kind of like changed the way that information is disseminated. It used to be like you could trust the media sources, which I think you still can because I think there's been a huge effort to discredit mainstream media, even though they're like full-time journalists who their whole job is to like thoroughly research stories and put out like – corroborated very deep dive journalism but also it's a lot of opinions Tur- now too.
2: yeah
0: people got real relaxed with like some of it for, for sure. sure but like there politics are become transparent now where you're right. like, yeah we right. know who pays you and who you're on but like it's insane
1: politics aside just the n- i'm just talking the news sources like there is still very good investigative journalism that's fact-based fact-based that will guide you towards the truth none of it is has ever claimed to be like, this is the universal truth, this is the only... No one can have it. No one... But Fox News tries to tell you that, like, everyone else's lies, this is the one reality you need. And so it's this weird situation where we've got, like, everyone who sucks the pipe of the one news source that tells them that everyone else is wrong, and then you've got all these other news sources that are, like, for some reason needing to justify the fact that they actually are, like, trying to report on facts, but they're also, like... We're not trying to say like, like never in the history of time. I think should people ever get their news from one one source like the way no, that definitely a not. thinking human like we're humans were graced with like higher level thinking. You should consume as much Some news, as much information as you can, and then boil it all down, think about it, and come to your own conclusion about what you deem to be. most accurate representation of reality yeah
0: don't ever stop your ability to like it's
1: literally called critical thinking yeah critical they'll say that word a thousand times in high school and college and it's like don't believe shit wholeheartedly make sure you question don't trap yourself in an echo chamber i think right now like because of social media instead of like flipping on the tv and having the news come on and being like I'm going to digest what comes in. I'm going to change the channel a few times. I'm going to hear all these different in, insights and opinion pieces and journalism, and I'm going to deduce like what I think is important. Whereas now it's like some people don't watch the news at all and, and or don't read any news stories, but they just go on Facebook. And if you follow fucking Breitbart Report and Donald J. Trump and this and that, or on the other side, if you follow like – Occupy Democrats, and you know, if you pigeonhole yourself, like now more than ever, you can create your own news channel. There's two sides to every story, right, so be right, open. Totally. To that, yeah. So if you if you choose the most extreme version of the the reality, um, it'll it'll border on non reality. It'll be the most um, opinionated stuff. So so my opinion of news is like find the most dead center news sources. Like I read a lot of Bloomberg, Business Week, and Bloomberg because especially Business Week. It's like The Economist, but, like, way more, way less dry and way less academic. But it's, like, if you look at any of the, like, bias chart reporting, it's the only one that's, like, pretty much dead center. There's no skew liberal or conservative. They just do, like, really analytical reporting. And I'm, like, if I have only enough time to read, like, one weekly news magazine, I can at least trust that if I read through this, it's going to be, like, pretty decently on point. Yeah, And it, it won't show any favor one way or the other. But, like, also, there's just been this thing, like, like with Trump, it's, like, any negative news he calls fake news, whereas, like, generally speaking, if you do something dumb, people are going to report negatively, and if you do something good, they'll report positively, whereas now it's, like, a dictator move where you're, like, nope, anything they say that's bad is fake. I only do good things. Like, that's not true. History of the world, like, if you do something bad, then people complain about it, and it's it's not fake. It's just like you did something stupid. Yeah. Like if you invade Iraq for oil and half, three quarters of the country's like, like, um, that's a bad move. Doesn't mean they're fake news. It just means like you shouldn't have done that. If you, you know, like uh, anyways. There's, there's some like. Uh... The whole fake news thing is it's di- discrediting facts and creating a single stream version of reality that is provably false, to me, is hugely problematic. Yeah. That's well, I'll
0: say, I'll say there is some credit to, to throwing a monkey wrench into the system because yeah. there are like powers and people and politics that have been in place for so long, and a lot of us know that because we are like, for years, we're just like, God, this is the same shit. There's a lot of wrongs yeah. that should be righted. Yeah. But the opposite of that is no good either. Well, all, that's yeah, what we got now. Like, like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, rejecting, like, yes, there are things that should be changed about the status quo, but rejecting facts and journalists... Not good, yeah. Not good. Yeah. Like There's got to be some like, sort of understanding and like, truth. Yeah, yeah, being like, oh, those are all the enemy of the state. Those are... That's enemy. infighting. Yeah. Acting like news outlets are the enemy of the state and that they're only producing, f- like, falsehoods to damage you as a person is bogus to me. Like, if you just... Disagree with one news source? Just like don't don't read them, don't yeah. watch them. Like like, but don't pigeonhole yourself and and confine yourself to a sort of like mini pseudo reality.
0: It's insane now because before there was guardians of the gates, and they had the news and the TV, and it was like you these were the places you had to go. Right, and now it's like everything and anything. And you can find anything to support your theory. So it's like the right, Wild right, West and right. people
1: are off in their yeah. own worlds. And people and trust like, sources that have no credibility whatsoever. But yeah. because someone on the internet agrees with them and they can show a link that says, yes, I'm right. It's like, yeah, you just – like you said, you create your own reality.
0: Just definitely – it's hard, man. I And I'm 36 and I've never voted. Yeah. Well, that's – you should uh, start voting.
1: That's, you think, though? That's, I'm going to – I'll tell you right here. No, I'm not going to pat you on the back. I'm going to grab you firmly by the shoulder and say, here, "Son, flex it a little. Son, you need to vote. It's your duty. <laughs> yeah, but come it's your on, duty. I've so my problem. Happy right now with the state of affairs. If not, you should probably vote.
0: All right. So here, I'll give you my synopsis okay. of my life in 30 seconds. Okay. <laughs> Good luck. All right. So I was born into a world chaos, broken family. Don't feel bad for me. It's part of life. It made me strong. Critical thinking. Uh, It gave me a lot of good attributes. Sure. And, uh, but my family's been, like, my dad was in a motorcycle gang. So, literally, a gang member. Passed away when I was 12. Mom lost lost to drugs and addiction. Part of a system, a capitalist system that made profit off of her. Took it right in and figured out ways to, like, make money off of her brokenness. Plenty of potholes out there. Um... And I was a kid just observing this and we have no money. When you have no money you don't give a fuck about politics totally. because politics is for people that have resources that can politic to out how you
1: can much, politic over how they can save more taxes. Yeah, 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 cuz
0: they're playing the game. When right. you're not playing
1: the game politics doesn't fucking right. matter to you. Unless you really need something like help paying for food.
0: Yeah, but like when yeah, exactly. But even at that, you're still struggling, and even oh. in that is a handout, and you're not proud of that. Oh sure, you're sure. just like, not like fuck
1: showing off. You're not Instagramming your food no. stamps.
0: No, and when you're a 12 year old kid and your mom sending you to the fucking grocery store with food stamps to get fucking tampons and whatever food you need, you're just like, yeah, this like is tired. not something I'm super stoked on. Sure. I'm stoked to Go have yeah. it, but like, but anyway, so politics has never really been on my radar. Because you got to have things to want to politic over it. Because there's a lot of people that are in control and power. They have resources, and that's why they're politic and fighting, and they want you to go their way or believe right. their way or have whatever. So, for the most part, not always, but. Um,
1: but the, at the same time, I think the problem with that is that it means that the decisions, the outcomes of politics, are really important, and, and they touch super everybody. Super important. Super. And important. if it's only the people who have resources that care about politics. It means that the politics will be crafted around people who have resources. You know, what and I mean? a lot
0: of the times politics get corrupted by people that that's have resources, saying. and they push and everybody the only, out, and, and then the they're people, the game.
1: Right? That's been old,
0: that my whole life, totally. though, Mike.
1: But I'm saying that's why I've never voted. That's why I think I'm it's like, important it's, for the people who don't have the have-nots. You know, it's the the haves and the have-nots. Like like income inequality is becoming huge, and I think it's because of exactly what you're saying. Like, if the people who have nothing don't vote. They're never going to vote for their own interests. The only people voting are the ones who have money, and their whole goal is not how to feed the poor. It's how to save their tax money so they can be richer and how the, and so they can give more that's money funny. to their kids. Yeah. So, But that's why politics is so important because if you are well, – It remains to be seen because like, the game has been rigged but, but, for a while. But, we're waiting to see what's but going the on. the game is partially rigged by <laughs> voter turnout. Like The most likely people to vote are white people over the age of 70 years old because yeah. they're the most likely to have – retirement money that they're trying to protect. They're trying to they're voting for their own self interest and they They have enough free
0: time and energy to totally care about it. And that's why there also
1: should be a voting holiday so you don't have to take time out of your work day, because if you have no money, you can't take time off work. So people that control it
0: set it up for their their win. But (laughs) that's the thing.
1: But if but how can you blame the system when it's based on voting and the people who need the help the most don't vote and the people who don't need the help do vote. It's like of course they're gonna get their way because they vote. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but that's a, that's also and and I, not to discredit you but that's always been a cop out my whole life is people telling you to vote and then the vote an easy and way then, vote, blame, and then sure. they vote and then they fucking go oh fucking Florida and then we have to recount right, and oh right. he steals the election. Right. And it's like right. if people with power don't let it go
1: but like without think about how fright, many retirees you know? in Florida voted and how many people who needed help and would have benefited yeah, from a different outcome didn't vote. Do you mean to tell me that I'm not blaming it on the people who didn't vote. I'm just saying Having the right to think, vote is powerful.
0: Do you think that people with uh, the industrial complex, people that own missiles and go to war for money and profit, do you think those they don't people? Want people to vote. Do you think? Do you think uh, drug companies that have over prescribed people? Do you think pra- people that lock people up for weed and shit, like private prisons right. or whatever? Do you think those people are going to let like, go of their power because of a vote? or Are they
1: going to? I think they. W- I think so. Y- Yes, because they have to, but I think that's the... Mm-hmm. Hear me out. They have lobbyists and fucking money rules. There's been King <laughs> a of the ton... of There's a ton of effort by those people. It's called voter suppression. So those people work really hard to make it hard for the have-nots to vote. They require really intense voter ID restrictions. They request... They do downright dirty shit. They move around the polling locations... (laughs) Dirty. So you never have the same place to go. They they make minimal voting locations and they minimize early voting. All those things are literally designed to limit the number of people who can vote because they know that if they make it really hard to vote, then the people who are in their team are going to be more likely to vote. So... The peop- those that's people. politics so, in a nutshell, right yes, there, Michael. But my point is, my point is <laughs> that yes, if they got beaten handily in an election, they can't just like like there'll still be some lobbyists who will switch teams and be like, all right, guys, do you want to buy our drugs? I think they're but, all fucked now. But if they lost the election outright, electoral college, popular, whatever, <sighs> then they ha- they have to play by the rules. You can't like overthrow an election. It's still a democracy. But there's a that, that's the whole reason that they work so hard to to suppress voter rights and and to to make it hard to vote. And it works. That's the real truth of it. Whenever they try to make it hard to vote, it's always people who have the least money and the least privilege who it affects... It makes it hardest for them to vote. And that's their whole goal. And that's the same... Gerrymandering is a whole different thing where they basically try to take all the people who are on their team and put them in one voter district so that they win. So that's also very proven to affect low-income communities way more disproportionately than rich communities. So both of those... Yes, like they're basically guaranteeing themselves a win by making it hard to vote and putting all their votes in the same team. So that's why it's important to vote. I love you.
0: I'll say that preemptively. Okay, I love you too. Um, I've never voted, and I feel proud of that, and that's fucked up to say. But that is kind of let right me explain right. it. Okay. I told you with my background, and sure. I've seen that it's been pretty monopolized for a long time. And election after election, whether I voted either or, it was the lesser of two evils, which is not a choice. And no, But not a, not a that choice. being said, now, I think I might vote.
1: Yeah, I will say, I think that's the, the biggest value of the whole...
0: Well, I might vote now because the paradigm shift because yeah. cable news and all these people that have power, the Foxes, the oil companies, the pills, they bought up all the media, that... This is testimony that we have power is just doing this podcast and people can connect and spread ideas. And the internet makes me want to vote because I'm like, if we have a true democracy and people have great ideas, not just fucking lesser of two evils, Hillary Clinton or Donald fucking Trump that have special interests, and I'm told to vote for either or that I don't care about either of their fucking interests, then it's like, that's not a fair game to me. And I'm not voting for either of those assholes because – The majority of people don't have the resources or time to fucking vote for their interests. I'm hoping that with the internet, it's like the narrow, the neural, like the brain, we're connected. We built this network that we can spread true ideas that can actually help every human, not just fucking certain people. Because I, just the idea of having to vote against you. Yeah. I like you. Just because you have different interests, I got to vote against you for me. That's ruthless to me. And I think, can't we coexist and make this
1: work? Yeah. I mean that's why I think there social media is so valuable because just like for me the biggest tool for me to get people for me as an organizer to to organize social media is a huge asset because it makes you it hope. likely yeah. for me to build that neural network yeah. to tap into it and find people who are like minded and bring them all to one place. Yeah, it's already proven to be the same thing with protests. You know, if you want to say, hey, we disagree with this thing, really, we it, we really disagree so much that it hurts us let's let's show people that it's this is fucked up we're not going to stand for it so social media allows people to organize in political means too so i do think it's good and i also think the way that it's gotten to be such a shit show the past couple years people finally like the consequences of their apathy about voting finally got hammered home it's like if you don't vote for long enough and or if you just let shit kind of fester and you let the worst, mm. if you let the worst in people, I'm not, I'm not, the don't, don't apathy take this part wrong. is where
0: I disagree, but go ahead. But basically, if, because the apathy part makes sense to me. If anything, the right. only reason why Donald Trump got, a, got elected is because the, 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 um, the media. There's a new media that right. online That's what I'm has saying. allowed him to reach a different audience right. compared to controlled. Right. So, media so the people
1: like, who were part of the normal controlled media, like, got so bored of it and so disengaged, and politics didn't feel like it affected entitled. anybody. Entitled. They just felt like this is working out well for me. It's so for a who long cares? Time. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think finally the people who do care but didn't, weren't involved, or, or for some reason, you know, like traditional media wasn't speaking to them. They realize, like, man, if if like if we let this wildfire run, and the people who care the most are the most likely to vote, and if the thing motivating them to vote is the fact that they don't want immigrants in their country or they really want to have guns, like, like clearly there's a few things that really really united some people, like like abortion rights or
0: no.
1: like pro life. There's certain things that like. What are you
0: saying about Donald Trump's election?
1: Yeah, but I'm I'm just saying in general, like, the way that elections work and the way that the parties have kind of become more and more divided. They've become, like, there are single-issue voters who, like, no matter who you are as a candidate, you could have killed 12 people, but if you say, I will never allow women to have abortions, then they'll have my vote. And if you're someone who's like, I have 2,800 guns, I am a huge Second Amendment Bible thumper, Someone who says, I will fight for gun rights till the end of time, you're like, cool, I don't care. I literally don't care what else you do. You could say in Appendix C, like, I kill every baby that's born in our country. You'd be like, but you love guns. So, like, you know, like, I'm I'm making it kind of like... I get it. (laughs) I'm exaggerating, but there are things that unify people. And I think people who care more about, like, women's rights and, like, welfare and income equality... Those were not as unifying because there are a lot of different candidates that say like, yeah, we believe in these things because they're kind of like hakuna matata. Like, yes, everyone should have food on the, their table and like not die. Yeah. But that's not motivating enough to go to the polls or well, to say a like... Lot of, there's to too say, much like,
0: deception involved. And there's, like,
1: the and there's also like there's not... There are a lot of people saying that same message. So it's hard to get people to be like, we agree on this person. Whereas if you speak strongly enough towards the things that you know are guaranteed to get people on your team like religion abortion you know pro-life um second amendment rights and immigration like those are the four fire rod like lightning rod things that those have captured the same kind of group of people so so i think what's sort of woken people up to the fact that like unless you have a really compelling story to tell like we don't want kids killed in abortions we want to have our our guns we want to save American jobs, like you can tell a pretty compelling story that's gonna make a lot of Americans with good reason be like, yeah, that sounds good. So unless you're if you're a Democrat and you don't have something equally compelling, like like get you get get ready for four more years of it. You know, so I think it's woken a lot of people up to the reality of like, this is how politics works. Yes, you can deceive people on social media, yes, you can like pull at people's heartstrings with some maybe not so true stories, but like there's a reason people like people believe. Deeply in those things, they care really, like really strongly about those. Oh, dude,
0: smart politicians know that they pander right. to them.
1: But unfortunately, right now, like like that's a really strong story that's all unified in like in the right, and I think the left is kind of floundering. Like, like yeah, like sixteen candidates who are like uh... twenty over 20. over twenty. They're like they don't know what the fuck to say because like they're like what what's compelling? Like, I think they landed on health care is like important. Like, people should be able to afford to go to the hospital. Like, I've listened cool.
0: to I've listened to. Every candidate, at least three of their interviews,
1: at least each of them, and and some more. A lot of them have got a lot of good things to say. A lot of them sound exactly the same cookie cutter. Some of them are kind of like stupid and like, what are you – why are you part of this conversation? But it's like – Was it the Who song? Don't get fooled again. Yeah, exactly. I always feel that way. But Is that fair? S- yeah. All right. But <laughs> the long story short I think is like the plus side of having some, some regrettable and like reprehensible politics happen in the last few years that I think have taken America kind of like out of the world stage or at least like a w- taken away our position as like the trusted world superpower. Like we're kind of more of a laughing stock for many reasons now. Maybe. Maybe. We're still super important. I'm sure like, they got him scared. Donald Trump has everyone scared. Uh, sure. Yeah, because he, <laughs> he could, he could nuke his neighbor. He could, I don't like, like... He like, he, like, is trying to start a war with Canada. It's like, dude, they, like, make he ma- might, they he... like ma- maple syrup and, you know, yeah. Canadian <laughs> he... bacon. Let them have their They're flannels. chill. Let them have their flannels. Like, it's cold up there.
0: I'm not, I'm not like, super, like, I'm not really political, so...
1: I was just I'm slowly to becoming to political because of the dumpster fire that it's been. Yeah, the plus side is a lot of people my age are aware who didn't vote, who never cared, are like, "Oh man!" Like they're like keeping up on politics. The only reason why I give a shit, and I'm
0: not even like anti-Trump yeah. by any means, because I know the whole I've watched from as a. There's an, a
1: reason he's succeeding. He's saying a lot of things that people believe strongly in.
0: Well, like it's, don't don't feel sorry for me when I say this because I don't, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm a poor kid who's never been political because I've been worried about base survival and, like, family issues and mental right. health and things like that that you're trying to control. Politics to me is, like, for people that are, like, yeah, ahead and winning the game and they can sure. play the game. Most people are base survival, trying to figure out how to get day are by happy day. I that that's how you felt. I know. That's, that's what they want you to do. That's fine, but they're not going to give me a seat. But um, the only reason why I paid attention is because I heard that dude, uh, Andrew Yang. And, like, to me, everything he said made sense as far as, like, changing a structure, giving people a fucking basic needs, uh, UBI, where they cover yeah. their needs, yeah. and, like, it transcends. And I'm still not, like, huh. fully sold because I'm completely scared. What's that?
1: Daily Show, this is on on uh, on topic, Daily Show saying... Local vote is more important. We need more people to vote locally. That's absolutely true because that's the thing. People only think that, like, the presidential election is the only election yeah, that exists. More, yeah, you got to attention more. Dude, it all boils up from the bottom. Like, yeah. if you're not, like, how many people actually vote for? Who's their town selectman? Who's their local governor? Who's yeah. their state senators? Who's their, you know, like, um, their state controller? Like, those are such boring to many people, yeah. boring things. Like, Department of... Like the secretary of state and the department of environment and drug control like those are all local elections that no one votes in except for the people who really care and the ones who are the most like it's like Yelp reviews people yeah. don't write a review saying yeah it's pretty good i had the tacos they were decent they say my name's karen I lit this building on fire because it was so terrible or like, you know, it's like either five stars, like glowing review or like one star negative. So this voting is the same way. Like in your local elections, you've got the guy who like is going to fight to the bitter end. So he gets a permit to build his retaining wall for his new beach house. And then you've got the guy who's like, you know, trying to build a new weed store in town and they just legalize weed. So he's like, you know, it's the people who really, really care who vote locally. But yeah. if more people who are just regular ass people voted, that that's what determines. Like, those are the candidates who, if they succeed as a selectman, they get. Then they run for governor. Then they run for senator. Then they run for president. Yeah. So yeah, you Daily Show, you you nailed it. Local yeah. elections are super important. So and-
0: so even like um Donald Trump, like I'm not because I'm pretty open minded about all this thing, and I almost feel like he's what we needed. In a bad way in a good way, too i 'm like he threw his He's monkey, a catalyst he threw a monkey wrench into the system, but yeah. I only think that's because of the internet. I literally think Trump got a voted because of the internet yeah, because absolutely. he the the media that had control and the powers that had control the internet. Exposed a lot of all the gnarliness with the private prisons, the drug companies, and all these atrocities that happen to humans. Right. To humans for money and profit. Where you put money above humans. Right. That's where you're like, okay, now you guys are just hanging on. Pro- you're just hanging on to power and control. Right. You've rigged the game because you care more about material money than actual but human I mean, lives it's,
1: it's funny because it's hypocritical coming from him but no but, I, know, but I know i know but he, that's that why i
0: say like he might be the worst and best thing right. because He's playing the game well, so he's a well, savvy, like his, but he's
1: fucking evil. <laughs> in, his, in his whole in his whole career, like a lot of his business ventures have failed. But the one thing that he's always been good at, at doing is marketing. Like he knows how to seize on something.
0: Well, that dude uh, Andrew Yang saying like, and I don't know any of this. I'm just a skateboarder, but I'm t- tuning in and listening, in, uh, listening to tons of interviews. He's saying what Trump did was go around because what he's saying basically is. They just lied to the people. There's industrial revolutions that have happened, and we sold the jobs off and all this stuff, and they just told people it's because of in- immigrants. It's because right. of racism. Right. Sure. He went around and pandered to all those places where right. jobs are lost, so he got all their votes. That's totally. the majority of people that lost their jobs. Well, that's what but what i about
1: They right? sold he's, it off, yeah. He's, he's – he's- has a, he's very savvy at instead of being an opportunity, yeah, yeah like yeah. which is a vulture and, uh, and unfortunately man. it's vulture like, and yeah. a lot of times it's not based in in reality. Like he'll say, you know, he ran an, all his campaign on bringing jobs back, but he's, you know, it's the same rate of attrition that has been happening has continued to happen. Yeah, but he's very good at realizing like, oh, this is like one of those heartstrings, and deep core American values, and if I preach to this choir, they're going to love me for it. Yeah, and if I scream, lock her up. And say I'm going to save your jobs and fuck the Mexicans for stealing your jobs, that kind of thing. Like it's going to work. He, he knows, knows how, how to play to the game. Black the There's beehive. a reason that The Apprentice was more successful than but his fuck. first ten fucking real estate investments yeah. because it's like that's a marketing PR. He that's his strength. The like, guy, he the can guy spin who a tail,
0: but the guy who's willing to do that shouldn't have that position mm. because human lives worth more than playing. A you game. would hope that like it's in worth more than playing the game.
1: Totally, and that's That's, why I think like this whole – But the
0: problem is people that want power vote. Right, (laughs) exactly.
2: That's what I'm saying. I know, I know, I know. That's why the
1: people who don't want power should also vote.
2: So we, that, that
0: doesn't happen. I'm hoping that there's a, there's a way that you could connect to everybody and make it super like easy to media? vote. Yeah, super easy for anyone to vote because yeah. instead of rigging the whole game and making it super hard, to hard, make it as easy as possible and as transparent as possible so people could just vote and then you'll see the actual you're, analytics. You're talking a lot like a Democrat right now. I me? know, but I'm not... I also I know, like... I love saying, capitalism. I love totally, hard work. Totally. I love benefiting from hard work. Totally. I don't want to give everyone free shit because I know people ha- have to work for it to actually... So you right. Value it. And I mean think it's. Shit?
1: I think it's a shame that things like voting access are partisan in the first place. Like the fact that, like I sort of said that as a joke,
2: yeah. Because
1: for some reason, right now, making it easy to vote is a democratic issue. Yeah. But like, shouldn't everyone want it to be easy to vote? Like, that's we live in a democracy. <laughs> why is that fucking partisan? Why are we like? Why is? the right because it's, to vote it's easier to,
0: it's easier to whack the beehive cause confusion right. and then control right. keep control cuz that's what they want they want but people like, confused But like dumb shouldn't dumb everyone
1: shouldn't everyone agree that like everyone should be able to vote unless you're like a gnarly convicted felon who's still in prison like even ex-cons should be able to vote cuz they've done their time they put in their time in, in the clink and they're, redemption. they're out redemption they is have another a chance time. in life yeah but like yes if you murdered someone if you beat your There's wife lines. chronically, like, lines. maybe don't vote yeah. But everyone else, like, why would anyone not want a legal U.S. resident to vote? I don't know. Because you want cont- to you you keep your keep control power, and power and Because it's working so. right now. It's, you want it to keep working.
0: But I, and I'm, I'm down for capitalism. I'm not trying to sound like Dude, I'm absolutely. some socialist I or whatever. I run a for-profit like, business. I yeah. sell
1: eight different brands. Those only succeed because of capitalism. But there are ways for that to coexist with welfare and people having decent living standards.
0: All right, so I'm going to go way out there and All don't right. listen to me cuz I'm just a skateboarder. I'm just going to go off screen for a second.
1: That's fine. But
0: so I'm a firm believer that like if we're trying to transcend and move forward, we should cover people's basic needs, right? Because dude, right now people can barely even get by because the game's so rigged and it's like so far there's there's so many there's going to be so many losers especially with automation as it comes. There's gonna be so many losers, and the game is so hard to play, man. I run a small business, and like you do too. You understand what it takes to Absolutely. do, dude. Ten years, you've run, you've put more work in than most people. I lost people. money last year. You've put in so much work, and think about your peers that just like didn't do anything and they just work a job or whatever. And think about how much you've been treading water just to stay afloat. Where you could have just worked a normal job and scraped by, yeah. and you're an entrepreneur that's working hard to like keep things going at the risk of everything. Yeah. The game is really hard to play. It's a hard game, and it takes like a superhuman person to even maintain what you have been able to maintain. It's been yeah. Is that fair to say? Because to- I know like
1: totally.
0: half my hair loss is genetics; the other half is oh, yeah. a lot of stress and hard work yeah. and like hope and praying. Yeah, totally. And like, so if the game's that hard. We're fucking lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, we got to be able to, we got to pa- ha- at least, if we're going to be more than human, then we have to cover our basic needs so people can breathe and get I up think, from underwater. And, I think and like, you
1: hit the nail on the head. Like, if you could summarize my political beliefs in like the most basic of things, it's that everyone should have the right to live a decent life. And especially
0: every, in the best country in the world, supposedly totally, most totally. prosperous if we're the richest $20 trillion country in the world, dollar
1: economy, supposedly right. right, so like where's that
0: forget going? all the forget <laughs> all the stupid like and
1: I work hard and make a decent living totally. yeah, so like forget all the the minutia, just like everyone should be able to live a decent life and. In order to do that everyone... – Without
0: killing yourself and having three fucking jobs right, right. and not being able to see your family or your kids and doing a half ass job because you have to struggle to right. keep a job that's not even one you give a shit about because it's just the only right. job around.
1: And in order to – so everyone should have a decent – a right to a decent life and in order to do that, everyone needs to pay their fair share. That's it. Like that's – like there there are things that no one – like the whole – point of the public sector is that it delivers services and goods that no private no capitalist would ever be the water utility because it's a money losing money hole. But everyone needs clean drinking water. That's Definitely. why that's why government exists. Yeah. Like there's some things. delivering electricity. Yeah. Like the, the government exists for a reason. If you're super, super poor and you can't get a job and you were born as a fucking crack baby or a prenatal, you know, alcoholic, What I forget what it's called. Anthony. Yes. Basically. If you're Anthony and – And I'm not mad about it. And you need it. help for – I survived. And you need help just to get on your feet. Well, to like, get
0: past your fucking own thoughts and your own wiring because things just were shattered to, it, just and to be able to up.
1: Literally to be able to eat to figure baby out formula reality. as an yeah. infant. like yeah. Like you didn't – you weren't doing crack in the womb. No. Someone else – I'm not saying crack. Basically – Fair enough though. It's – to, in order to provide those things that no like no, like Monsanto's not going to be like let's give free baby formula away. Uh, so and no company's going to say like let's like let's have 12 different competitors providing you electricity the game, but 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 I think you would agree like everyone should be able to have a decent life that's what you were saying. And yes. In order to do that like if you make a shit ton of money pay a little more taxes if you make no money pay a little less taxes. Taxes have to exist in order to pay for the electricity, the the clean drinking water. But people should only pay what they can afford. No one should have an undue burden on them. Because if you can barely pay your rent, why are you going to siphon off half your pay? But if well, you have twenty lower billion, your
0: IQ too, and you can't even think straight. And but fucked. yeah,
1: and if but if you have and if you have one more billion. money, then you're more likely to be able to afford education, which affords you more job opportunities, which is good for the economy. So capitalists should like having opportunity, even for the less fortunate, because it's good for the economy and it creates jobs. And if you're you make twenty billion dollars a year, you should probably pay more than like ten percent taxes. I think that's like Warren Buffett, one of the w- richest students in the world, has been preaching to the choir about like I'm ri- he's like I'm rich as fuck, and I wish they taxed me more because society is messed up. And someone like me, I have more money than God. I couldn't spend my money if I tried. I could buy everything I saw every day all day, and I would have more money than I know what to do with. So
0: I, I think it's even even the the aim's missing with that one because. The re- thing I realized is that like people set up businesses to chew people up, like the priv- the prisons where you lock people up and you demonize a drug that's not even – we all know is like nothing. And then you lock tons of people up and break up family structures or like the drug companies that sell you a bunch of drugs and over-medicate you instead of getting you actual health. No, and and a, you they, set, they set up profit – profit-driven businesses that are anti-human and that's that's when you have to change the game yeah
1: that's why healthcare should be
0: something where you make money for building people up you make money helping humans humans create the only wealth there is things mean nothing without humans that's my whole argument it's like what the fuck are we doing like if we're if we're gonna put pennies over human lives then you're gonna do uh,
1: gross things to me it seems obvious that profitability should not be derived from people who are super sick and dying. But the, that's the problem with privatized healthcare. 100% privatized healthcare is that you make – if you're a drug company, like not to get into econ theory, but inelastic demand is like – elasticity is based on how willing you are to pay for something. If something's super – like a luxury good, like a Rolex watch, if you lose your job and you're, you lose half your money in a divorce – you're way less likely to spend all your money on a rolex you know but if you same circumstances but you're dying of fucking leukemia it doesn't matter that you can't afford it like your choices are to die or to spend all your money that's left to save yourself that's why i think healthcare that's privatized is problematic because the inelasticity of the demand means that your people have to pay it's like literally life or death so so to have but the problem is, when something's that inelastic, it means you can charge higher and higher prices. Because if you are like, "Wait, this dude's gonna die," he's probably willing to pay more than a hundred bucks. Like, why don't I charge him a thousand? Because who cares? He's gonna he's gonna find the money somehow.
0: Yeah, someone. So
1: will. let's charge him more. That's why it shouldn't be purely privatized because yeah. it's literally just leeching off of the most hurt and sick and dying people. So, so I think we're in agreement. Like, we definitely are in agreement. Healthcare should be. Less fucked up.
0: I I think that a lot of the businesses should restructure and try to help humans instead of make money off of building potholes where they'll fall into it and then you turn that into a business. Because that's what happened to my mother. Yeah. She was a lost person and a lot Mm. of it was her own demise because she – but things happened to her that were out of her control as a child. And she got lost and she got wired wrong and she had bad patterns and she fell into it. And then she was like self-medicating and like running from all the shit. And she was partly a victim, but she was partly a willing participant. So, yeah. And people well, knew that, so they in, fucking built a business around that, yeah. a welfare system, a medic uh, – the the There's the a fucking, the
1: Sackler family, which makes oxycodone, is being sued for like 20 20- – million yeah. or like it's crazy that's like, like
0: the extreme of capitalism when it's gone yeah, like totally. so anti human. Like unfettered it's anti-human yeah. you know you're like jesus christ low, dude.
1: low tide lumberco said i uh, heard a crazy thing on the radio today about a super high percentage of Im- immigrants with stem degrees which is science technology engineering and mathematics i think so yeah i mean that's the thing like love your brother i mean what that's like if you're into religion i mean didn't jesus say like like basically accept everybody because your neighbor is your neighbor is, it's like the most important thing doesn't matter what they look like where they're from immigrants are a lot of them are the ones getting these crazy degrees they're gonna design the next software that solves the next huge problem or gonna design the next drug that cures cancer like you can't hate everyone who doesn't look like you because that might be the guy who saves your life I don't and even
0: think we can get to the notion of immigration until we yeah. learn how to take but care of our own people. But it's all tied into the same thing. Like, yeah, if you're trying to take care of
1: your own people... But I'm people... just like
0: looking around at some of the ghettos and hoods around totally, here, yeah. and I'm like, they don't even give a shit about the people that live in this totally, country. Totally. Why are they going to give a shit Flint, about... Michigan. Yeah, you're like, why are they going to give a shit about immigrants? It's right. a scapegoat. The real yeah. truth is you're not doing what's right for he- for beings, right. not just humans. Humans are a culture.
1: It's self-creating. But, but beings, from... we're all beings. Like... I mean, But how can you hold it against someone who maybe they're in Syria and their house got... Got no, you don't want to get the war. fuck out of there. That's what America like, was
0: for. Everyone right. came here that's and just like, found here. their own fucking totally. – not me. I was born here. But so like you don't want your family formed. to
1: die. Yeah, I'm not going to demonize you because you're trying to like like. But that's, like
0: a, that's a hard issue to talk about when yeah, they came and a, take care of our own fucking place. Totally. Like there's a lot of totally. places in America that you're just like – you're like, dude, let's figure out what's right for the people that are in under the Constitution at the moment, and then we can worry about that. Totally. But we can't never get to that because they're too busy arguing and causing confusion because they don't want to relinquish some of their fucking control and power or right. admit error. It's like just – but I'm hoping that at least with the internet we can communicate and that, dude, may, the internet – maybe I'm, I'm fucking naive and stupid or whatever. I hope not, but like – we'll see this election and i'm sure everybody thought that every election but this one i'm kind of like maybe that the internet exists mm. maybe that it will actually bring some change and we'll actually make some progress and maybe i'm just optimistic about no, everything I think you're right. but and we'll I mean, see and i think
1: there's been also some really good like internet-based video pieces that sort of shine a brighter spotlight on some of these things yeah daily sure. show was saying one of the worst things is ca- check cashing businesses so i was just talking about inelasticity of demand so people who really need something are going to pay more for it, right? Of course, because they have yeah. to. So someone who's desperate for money, they they'll go to a pay, they'll go up, to a payday right? loan place because they're like, look. First of all, they probably don't know what twenty one percent compounding interest that compounds they don't care. once a week. But even they if, need
0: it. They don't care. They, they need it. So
1: first of all, they probably don't care. So they're willing to pay. They're like, I don't care that it's a bum deal because I need the money now. Yeah. And the other side is, they probably don't read the fine print or or can't afford to even care about what 21 percent compounding once a week means because like that's the thing you get like if you need help the most you're going to be the most likely to fall into one of those potholes because easily if you need the cash you go to a payday loan place you'll pay the fucked up or you'll pawn your wedding ring as collateral and then end up owing a ton of money because you're like you know you're trapped in this like gnarly Leaching system so yeah i mean it's it's hardcore so so i think the sad thing i think this is all goes back to the political thing where the people who have money aren't going to vote against things like check cashing like pharmaceuticals because those make the money yeah so they they shut down their own business so you got to kind of like we need to people need to reclaim control of like, it's a democracy, which means that people choose. So people need to. Well, like, it's supposed to be a democracy. It's supposed and to be. It seemed like it's been rigged there's for a, lot, a long time. There's definitely a lot of rigging factors that are. It that, that just means you have to fight extra hard and you got to organize amongst yourselves extra hard. you got to go to Central Mass Gate Festival, <laughs> talk about politics. <laughs> you got to bring it all back to the first Come to topic. the All I podcast. Come to the All I podcast where you can hear Anthony talk about politics and universal basic income and stuff like that.
0: And I'm not sold, dude. I'm not fucking sold, but I do believe in humans more than money. I'm not, not sold, I believe I'm in not, humans yeah. more than money. Totally. Like if I had to choose I uh, uh, I think humans are worth more than money. So, Absolutely. like, and I think most people aren't inherently evil or greedy or. I mean, they have. We all are born with issues. There's some but dumbasses
1: out there, but most people, the vast majority, are inherently. They want to
0: do good. Yeah, we want to totally, do good, and totally. if the system's too fucked up and too hard and t- too like stacked against the majority mm-hmm. of people, then that's when you end up with a system of fucking
1: very lo- get, little winners and a lot of losers. Yeah. Like the best thing that the people in power can. Do the biggest win they can have is to make you so bummed out and so dispirited, and to feel like you have no power. Like that is their win. Yeah, is for you to think. That's why you said local, right? Right. It's like you got the power within local. And that's why I think the biggest thing they want is for you to feel like, man, I don't even need to vote because I'll never have an impact. Like that's literally them winning because they just killed your fucking soul and they made you think I'm just I'm just gonna be on the suck on this my whole life and. Um, it's a it's a twisted system that I have no way to succeed in. It's true to a certain extent. There's a lot of powers against you, but they want you to think that. Like the, Those people want you to think that you have no say because that is their win. I'll because you say. know what? Every fucking one of their friends and every one of their other retirees and everyone else who they know who has money, guess what? 100% of them are voting. And it's not because – it's because they care about their interests and they want you to not care about yours so that they can keep the voting pool – In their favor.
0: Well, I'm good. I'm glad for them. But when you're born into a situation. I I get it. When you were born in a situation like me, dude, it was just like politics is a luxury totally so like it literally day to day was insanity you want to, Donald Trump's not even phasing me dude
1: My Wait, mom, you know what i <laughs> mean like i think that's the it's a luxury because you got to <laughs> you got to take off work you got to like in other countries it's not a luxury it's just like a duty it's like an expectation because they have a holiday no one's got to work they have polling places everywhere you don't even have to have a state id you have to be a legal resident you got to yeah. be on like a some sort of list but like everyone votes or they have much higher voter turnout because it's easy to vote it's expected to vote and every vote counts so i think that's that's why this, those are the things we got to fix we got to make it like no one has to go to work vote on a sunday vote early Vote at every single corner. There should be some sort of little You're vote. You're a socialist, dude. That's, no, that's what not they'll what I'm say. Saying. I'm just that's telling, what they'll say. I'm just telling people to be able to vote.
0: socialist. God damn it. If Distribution, redistribution, blah, blah, blah. I'm not even saying redistribution. Even good ideas, that's oh, they man. say.
1: I know. That's the thing. They just love to throw around. That. I'm literally just advocating for people being able to vote. And if that's <laughs> socialism, then, I, then fuck I you. I know it's not. It's crazy. <laughs>
0: but that's what I feel. No, I know. Like, you no. can't even
1: speak up without being like. That's the problem. They've taken certain buzzwords to just basically discredit anything, even that's valid. They'd just be like, you just say the word socialist or deep oh, state no, 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 no. or whatever, and then it's like, that good idea, everyone just starts cheering like, hey, he's a fucking socialist, and then you're just like, they don't even listen. But I'm just literally telling people they should vote. I, let me state this. I love this country.
0: And I've also, I grew up in this country. We got on a
1: deep dive here.
0: We did, and it's good. I grew up in this country, and I grew up knowing that my country was lying to me, (laughs) and that there's tons of pitfalls, and that people with no money and dysfunction are about to become products in some sort of system because it happened to my family. And I've avoided all this through just, like, fear and hard work and, like, just trying not to make the same mistakes and just being like, look, if I can just keep my head above water long enough, I'll figure – I'll be able to fix my own brain, figure out what I'm doing, and hopefully be able to do it. But so many people have so many issues, and a lot of the issues aren't even their fault. They've been pushed on them. Society is kind of like set it up. There's too many fucking businesses out there that are set up to screw people. It's and it's fine. Like whatever. That's capitalism. People are like – But – we need to like care about humans, you know? I know humans yeah. could be the worst thing ever and they can be the best thing ever, but like <laughs> we can't take advantage of people, you know what I mean? Wasn't laughing. For profit. I'm just I got a little
1: little baby cough. All right, enough about politics, yep. but I um, totally
0: daily I'm glad shows, you were talking to me about this cuz totally. dude, most people don't have these conversations Absolutely. and it's hard to talk about cuz you can't believe anything without a whole fucking social movement against you and I think or you calling can tr- you an idiot.
1: And I think you can kind of tell I'm not I'm like not trying to push a certain You're agenda. Great. I'm You're just great. like people should not die cuz they're poor. People should be able to buy food. Humans create the wealth. to vote.
0: The money means yeah. nothing if we have no fucking we humans. We tried
1: dictatorships. Didn't go so well. <laughs> Democracy's all we got.
0: Our only thing that let's creates anything is imagination yeah. and creativity. And that let's, comes from the human heart and brain. Totally, let's And that's just like, nothing to do with money.
1: Let's just treat, our, treat each other right. I
0: heard something today. It was like, you're not born, you're... What, Speaking da- of treat each other right, Daily Show wants to go know ahead. if all I need is
1: hiring. Not at the moment. <laughs> I like your enthusiasm. Bro, where's your... Your uh, universal hook a brother up with a job at all? I need skate income. Yeah, right.
0: No, <laughs> the jobs go to the team riders. It takes takes like, money to it takes
1: money to make money.
0: Evan came over today, and I yeah. paid him to help me count inventory, carry a bunch of heavy boxes because he helps promote the brand, and he's the face of the brand. And I was able to give him a day of work. Because I love the guy and he helps build all I need up. Yeah, you know he understands absolutely. it, and that's where the the dudes that help build the brand like that. If I if there's, I pay him. I'll pay him once a week to help me produce the podcast or do whatever, right. ship out whatever. Yeah. Like, the dream doesn't work unless it's we be deliverables. do. deliverables. You got to work yeah, together. The dream doesn't work unless we do. Totally. I'm one dude who's like, I'm adamant about work. I tell people all the time, I'm like, dude, work hard. We're supposedly like, because I grew up, dude. I grew up in the fucking projects. Or in in the projects, it's a lot of defeatism. It's people that see the bullshit because they're poor, so they right. can't play the game, so right. they see all this, the games rigged against them. And those are the people who need to vote
1: locally because, like, yeah. they won't... If you're living in Mass, this is Daily Show was pointing this out, and I was sort of alluding to this. If you live in a state like Mass, they're always going to vote a certain way for the national elections. But that means, like, the only difference you can really make for... Uh, for in, as a Massachusetts resident, is locally so like flex your vote where it counts. You should still vote in the national because there's also like senators and other stuff that is is a little more influential and like can change. Only but, like don't vote just because someone tells you. Only no, no, vote no, no. if you totally, hear ideas totally. that you agree with and you think. But are but basically, big you're deal. more likely to have an impact. Like in a in a swing state, everything's super important. You should care about everything as long as you feel like it's important. Yeah, but in a state like Mass. It's probably not going to change from blue anytime soon, but, like, all the local elections change. You could have two people running. You know, it could be, like, a local, like, I lived in Cambridge for a while. Yeah. Super blue, progressive, eco-friendly, everything. But, like, you could have two people running for one really important government environmental job, and one of them believes in, like, citywide composting and renewable energy, and the other thinks that, like bikes are bad for the environment and cars should rule. Like that's a really important decision. It's a small community, but there's still I don't know, 50, 75,000 people and one of them like we actually when I was living there, they instituted curbside free composting, which I as like a super environmental sustainability like passionate advocate for me it was huge. I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm living in a place where they'll fucking come take my food scraps." and bring them somewhere, turn it into really fertile soil, and then I can go get that for free. It's like the most beautiful, like, reducing landfill waste. The city is spending its own tax dollars to make the world a better place. And that's because someone, enough people locally voted for someone who believed in that vision. If the people hadn't cared or or hadn't voted, and some guy who was like, bikes are the devil, and landfills are fine, like, this is all a bunch of hubbub about nothing, like, that person could have gotten voted in, and they would have had none of that stuff. So it's, like, it's super important. Even if it doesn't change who the president is, it has, everything has an impact. So it's important. And the more you know about it, the more you care about it, I think. Like, I literally think knowledge is the key to the power. Like, the more you know, it's almost guaranteed that if you know more about a situation, you're going to feel more deeply about it.
0: I don't know if voting works, but I know that the power of an individual, a person that educates themselves and pays attention and like, I've never voted. So I'm a hypocrite, but I've tried really hard to work hard, to stay optimistic, to avoid these pitfalls, to get intelligent enough to not fall into them like other people, to be aware enough and to connect with the people around us. So I believe, I believe that, we definitely all have sovereignty, and we can work really totally. hard, and we can solve a lot of problems just in our own backyard, in our own cities, together. in our yeah, own you things.
1: Cannot, you can't lift a heavy weight solo. Like yeah. It works a lot better. Like many, many hands make quick work, and that's, that's true of everything, from your job to, to doing events mm-hmm. to running a company. Like just, we're powerful just work, creatures. Yeah, we can be. Work with people. We we're a lot be. better with a team. Yeah. They didn't make the pyramids with one dude.
0: And I have a theory. It's like generational. So new people come in. right? They're yeah. new to the world. They're coming into the world that was created by someone before them, right? So it's a world they might necessarily not agree with because they're the new, they're the next iPhone or the next generation. So they're like, yeah, there's mistakes, and you want to inherit the world. And then you hit a certain age where you're 20 to 30, and you start to become the person that like, you know, you pay your taxes, you start your family, you connect with your community, you start to inherit the world around you and whatnot. You build the industry or whatever. And then as you get older, you turn into fucking dinosaurs. Yeah. And then some of you dinosaurs realize well, your that your priorities change. Yeah, but some of these dinosaurs, they do realize or they don't realize that the industry and the way they've built their living is off of the backs of humans, and they don't want to let go of the power or well, also, I think, er- they don't want to make error in their way and I let mean, it go for the next people to come behind
1: them. Also, <laughs> if you're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and you're young and you have the realistic- <laughs> Like in our lifetimes, I think- global warming, climate change, whatever you want to call it. I'm letting it all go when I'm 70, 80, 90. Here's the thing. You can have it. I'm done. If you're in your 20s, (laughs) you're going to care a lot more about something like climate change if you believe in it, which you should because it's science and it's stupid not to. But um, you'll care more about that because the consequences of it are going to affect you in your lifetime or definitely in your kid's lifetime. Yeah. If you're 80 – you have to be philanthropic to still care about that, because more than more than likely, if you're 80, who fucking cares about the world burning? You want to make sure you don't run a, run out of money before you die. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean. So like, priorities change generationally, and you're, when you're young, you can you have the luxury of caring about the long term. When you're old, a lot of people who are old and have money and care and they are good people who are philanthropic. Do still invest in those things, but the vast majority, like, and you can't blame people, like, running out of money before you die sucks.
0: Dude, and I'm not demonizing either. I'm just saying, don't hang on too tightly. You got to be fluid. When you're young, you got to know you don't know everything. You got to admit you don't know everything, and you got to be flexible. You got to be open to be an apprentice. Like, you can't, I
1: I think it's important to realize that there are consequences of what you do now that, that. Definitely that ricochet and, and echo for the rest of your and life. And when you're old, you so, got to be aware that right. like, Hey, so I, you
0: made mistakes and you got to let some of those go right. and admit that they're like the people behind you might have some
1: different ideas. There's pros think, and cons to both totally. sides. Of the I just corn. think it's important that whenever you make decisions in life, like you got to put food on your table first, but, um, Every decision, especially if you're young, should be based on like the long term. Even if it's hard to think about that because it doesn't yeah. immediately affect you. But if you make every decision in your life based on what's going to put the most money in your pocket, it's probably hurting people more than it's helping you at the expense of others. There are ways there's to a balance. There, you don't want to lust balance. after money. I'm yeah. just saying, there's you can benefit personally, but also look at the long term. Yeah. If you only look at the short term, it's probably going to be detrimental for, like, society. And if you only look at the long term, you're probably going to be poor and, like, hugging trees and really making a lot of impact. But, like, it's going to be damaging to you personally. you got to really, 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 really care. Yeah. So I think you got to, like, have an eye for the long term. You know, bring your reusable mug somewhere. Try to not throw away as much trash. Don't buy styrofoam. Like, there are easy things that really don't make your life worse. They probably arguably make them better because I can fit a lot of, like, groceries in my reusable bags. Don't have to, like, carry 12 bags. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, there's there's small decisions that are not hard that don't hurt you personally. Maybe you got to spend a, a buck on a reusable bag every now and then. But that's what I'm saying. Stuff like that. You don't have to donate all your money to Greenpeace. No, yeah. But, like, try to help more than you hurt. Like, much- leave, leave your place cleaner... Like, leave the trail cleaner than you found it kind of thing. Leave no trace. Just know that
0: people are the source of all pain and happiness. Absolutely. It's you. <laughs> Some Sof- you it's bro. Sophocles, right? <laughs> Is it euclidius Everyone's arguing about material as shit, yeah. but none of it matters. Because humans are just the ones re- that create
1: everything. Just, just muck around in the dirt for a while. Yeah,
0: It'll we created all these games and all these systems, and we're the bringers of all our downfalls and all our joys and everything you yeah. want. It's on you. I'm just
1: glad they invented the wheel and that someone decided I've to make them way out of, too much. <laughs> I'm glad they invented the wheel and decided to make them out of polyurethane and put four of them onto a thank under a wooden plank with metal trucks. Cause, for real, because that's why we're here right now. because then, of a toy, yeah. we're here right now. Because of a, a stupid little toy. Yeah, and it's awesome. And
0: I like it because it's very humbling. Yeah, I can't ever know anything because you go on your skateboard and it's like you all you know is the effort you put in yep. and the results that come out. And some days you come up and some days you don't keeps me flexible keeps me thinking keeps yeah. me from knowing everything because i humble myself through just going out there and trying to push yourself that's and, why like, i think
1: skateboarders are such good people and such good business people they can be if they apply themselves because yeah, it can yeah. more than anyone else they know how to take a slam and get back up like most people are terrified of failure that's why yeah. they do just boner jobs because they're so risk averse that they're like yeah i could do that and that could be cool but like Send but, it. But, but like it's scary. <laughs> Whereas skaters are like, I'm going to slam 28 times until I land that hard flip. I'm yeah. going to send this 10 set and like wake up bloodied and bruised. But but like the willingness to get back up and try it again is, is a super valuable life skill. And I think if that's applied, that's that's like the playbook of entrepreneurship is like the willingness to fail fast and often or to get back up, brush it off learn from your mistakes not repeat them and then like do your next venture because like that's what skateboarding is you gotta you gotta like learn by mistakes you gotta trial and error and but also like be analytical you know try to instead of just brute force like try to be like all right that went wrong 12 times in a row like maybe i'm gonna start doing it a little differently i'm gonna kick my kickflip a little bit harder like yeah you know whatever whatever it is but it's skateboarding is really fun and it's a toy but it also i think it teaches some some really valuable stuff
0: it can be very complex and very simple totally. It can be whatever you want totally it's just a piece of wood and wheels and our energy is what we can apply Absolutely. to it and that's open to everybody which is totally. amazing totally well shit i think we covered it all i think that was pretty good you guys I enjoy the
1: politics talk yeah talk. i'm glad you're too. down for it <laughs> yeah i'm super it's a hard down. conversation
0: to have cause, i mean like, i'm sure some
1: people find it just like they're uh, it's funny reading like jones snowboards i work for them and they're very environmentally friendly, and it, it kind of, like, makes me sad reading the comments when someone's – they're like, this board just hurts the environment less. Like, something pretty neutral. Yeah. People are like, why don't you keep fucking politics out of it, bro? We don't care about the earth. Like, burn it down. Make everything out of plastic. And it's like, man, that's not – I think you're missing the point. It's yeah. like we're just trying to, like, make the world a better place. Yeah. Little by little. You don't have to take it, like, just because someone, because a skateboarder talks about politics, it doesn't make their brand trash. Just because Jones wants to make green snowboards doesn't make them stupid because you want to get in your F-250. I don't have a drink anymore. But, you know, just because you really love rolling coal in your Duramax, like, doesn't mean that that's a bad brand. And just because someone cares to think about politics doesn't mean that it reflects poorly on their company and if anything it should mean you should support the brands that are started and owned by people who do care you know obviously you do and like i'm trying it's important <laughs> so like put your money i bet you care more than nike cares you i know? care
0: about skateboarding
1: i care about people so yeah and i know there's a lot of people out there so let's do and this and i care about friends. skateboarding that's why i host central mass it's it's a terrible business venture if i pitch it to any like venture capitalists, they'd be like, "All right, give me your business plan." I'm, I'm gonna be like, All right, "I'm gonna work a few You're hundred, laugh at I'm you. work like a <laughs> few hundred hours per year." Uh, it's gonna be really hard. I'm gonna sleep not very much. I'm gonna stress a lot. I'm gonna have to hire like 35, 40 volunteer staff. I'm gonna probably have to pay for a lot of things for them, and then um, hopefully we don't lose money. And they'd be like, "All right, Shark Tank." Hold on, walk <laughs> me back here. What's our profit margin? I'd be like negative 10 last year. And they'd be like. Why are we even in this room? I'd be like, look, I don't know. So, so it's if it were just for the money, it this would be this would be non-starter. So I think like we're all in it for the hope, like the rising tide floats all ships is a super deep kind of trait for me. Like I I believe that if everyone succeeds, I think I think there can be 30 successful skate companies.
2: 50 successful skate events it'll
0: work itself out because dude not everybody wants to work as hard I want to work hard I'm driven I'm focused I like really want to do all these things my dreams keep me up at night like and I I want more people to like have that but not everybody's like that I think a lot of people want that but then they figure they get into it 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 and they're like "Whoa, I actually just want to lay on a beach they're like wait I want to go to
1: the event I don't want to Run the event. So
0: I never worry about that because right. whenever someone comes to me and is like, Yeah, I want what you have, I'm like, Well, here's what it takes to yeah. get what I have. Yeah. And if you're built for it, then you'll get it. If totally. It'll take a long time. You'll work really hard. And not everyone's you'll built build for it. it. And yeah. It's that's not, that's tr- not
1: like a bad thing. It's like, No, you got to be need a little bit types. of a, you gotta, it takes all You got to kind of like be a, what's the word? People who like punishment, like a masochist, yeah, for, yeah, like, punishment. for punishment. Yeah,
0: and that's fine, and like, that's good. And, yeah. and if you don't like that, I'm wired this way. I don't even yeah. like. This is a gift and a curse. Like, yeah, same. like I, I dream so much at night, and it like, keeps me up, and I'm excited, and like over. It's because the way I was brought up, with the background that I was brought up, that I like. I've just always seen the silver lining, and always like I've always been forced to think about positive things, and like right. try to see the positive thoughts, and then like. I just started like I built that into my wiring and now I just can't stop it. And then good things start happening if you work hard and you're like, Oh, okay. Now I'm just like now it's overload where you're just like, I can't I gotta get this shit out, you know? And it's like I'm sure you feel the same way. But not everybody's built that way and it's 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 fine. Like a lot of people like and I think that works itself out and it takes all different types of people to run businesses and to do these things. Like I need people that like don't want to be the fucking dude who yeah. runs the whole thing,
1: but they want well, to be a part like, of it and like, they want to
0: share it and they want to, like, play a small role yeah. or they want to do this or, like, it takes all types to make dreams totally. work, you know? And that's like, what...
1: Um, so I did the, like, the Entrepreneurship <laughs> Institute at, at Colgate was hugely valuable for me and we had... Brad, man. That was, like, what kind of led into my job and, and had a, a huge impact on my trajectory, but... They had Richard Richard Branson, you know. The Virgin? Virgin. Yeah, yeah. Airlines,
0: right? He would go yep. into space. Super successful Public entrepreneur. space travel. Yeah, but
1: his that was like his whole talk. He he came and gave us a, our own little like entrepreneurship institute private talk before he did a uh entrepreneur's weekend to the whole university, like gave a whole keynote. But he was like, man, the best thing that I learned was what I'm bad at because I learned early on like I'm dyslexic. I'm not book smart, at least not with like – you know, written skills. So he's like, I'm so thankful that I realized that I was dog shit at these skills and I hired for those. And I hired people, I, I accepted that I'm not gonna be the best person at everything. And a lot of people who are prideful and talented and smart are under the impression like I'm gonna be the best at everything. I can't possibly find someone better than me. Yeah. So I just gotta hire people who are maybe worse versions of me. He's like, no, like I'm bad at bookkeeping. So I hired the best accountant. I'm bad at writing. So I hired the best copywriter. Like, I'm good at these things, and I hire people to do the things that I'm bad at. And I yeah. think that's clutch. Like, yeah, it that's is clutch. That's, and it's hard to learn. Like for me, it's hard to relinquish control over certain things that I know I can do well. But it's like, man, you only got so many hours in a day, and there's definitely someone out there who can do those things better than you. Like I'm not so prideful to think that I can do. Like I've only been running events solo because that's all I can afford to do. I can't. I can't pay someone enough to have them come along. Yeah. But like man if like now with my rep business i'm 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 in the process of hiring someone cuz it's like finally like i can pay someone and they're probably good at things that i'm bad at and that's why i want them to work with me cuz like i'm not i could do my job better and i could sleep more and be happier if i have a teammate, or t- or ten teammates, or a thousand teammates. That's like, the way that's, you get that's to that's that. Part, is it gets get
0: it gets past you. You know, totally. you do what you can do, and you build the structure, and you work as hard as you can, and you try to gain all the skills you can, and then you get to the point where you need you hire some yeah, help, and, you, and then you work together, and if you and learn you all those build things, something bigger yeah, than yourself. If you, you built it like, up
1: solo. Do you have the do you have the time to figure out what you're good at and what you're bad at? Yeah. Like I know now that like I don't ever want to be an accountant. Doing bookkeeping and taxes is hard.
0: I know you need people that like accounting yeah. cuz that's not as fun. Cuz that is not like it's, Marketing's way funner. I'm good at
1: accounting but I fucking hate it. Like it is yeah. so boring to me and it's so important cuz like the IRS doesn't chill when it comes to accounting. <laughs> so like So you got to yeah, you got to f- try everything, like splash it around a bit and be like I love the marketing side, I hate the accounting side. I love Selling, I hate, you know, buying. Whatever, just like, yeah, yeah. It takes time. Takes time. Taking me ten years to figure out that it's the best decision was to end this event, and that's hard. It's bittersweet. It's like I, I wouldn't trade Central Mass for the world. Like it, it had has changed me fundamentally as a person. But that's the other one of the major lessons in that entrepreneurship institute is like you got to know when to pull the plug. You got to feed your winners and starve your losers. So now I've got some new winners and i'm going to feed them and central mass is not a loser in the wholesome sense but it's it's a loser in the sense of what it takes away from my other more promising ventures and my other events so it's like
0: you've gained from it but at some point I've it's like you have to take what you gained from I've it gleaned, and keep going i've gleaned yeah.
1: what i could and now i got to i got to pull the plug in a way that's really like clean and and emphatic and like proud but also like yeah i got to you got to know when to call it yeah, and so ten years is a fucking hell of a run. Yeah, man, that's a good run. Unbelievable. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy, and I'm, I'm sad preemptively, but I'm happy.
0: But we gonna do, the game, We're our gonna do it again, my friends. Real good.
1: One more time. Woo! third, and fourth
0: coming up real short, my friends. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, man. La- thanks again to everybody that tuned in at yes. YouTube Live.
1: YouTube iPhone charger cable keeping this phone alive. Crushing it. For Hours. Thank you to all the Spotify, iTunes people out there. Farewells to give. Um, Thanks for people who had really insightful stuff. Daily Show. There's, you you suggested a bunch more stuff that could probably we could probably talk about for ten hours. Take us five hours. But basically, like, yeah.
0: And I only talk about it because Mike's an adult and I don't hang out with many adults. Right. Yeah. But like, yeah,
1: student debt and like local voting and all that is extremely important. If we had three more hours in a political podcast, we could definitely dive that open. I'm a dumbass, But, but I'm glad we talked about it. And thank you. Simon and Rob Perry and Daily Show and Pat B. So many people in there. And uh, and uh, there's someone who is also Low Tide Lumber Co. Thank you guys all for, yeah. for chiming in and, and being insightful and um, and caring and, and sticking with us for this long haul. I know it's been a long time And um, one more time before
0: you go, just let them know where to find all the Central Mass stuff because so, we're going to be yes. there and
1: I'd like to see you guys and hang out with you guys and maybe get in the vlogs and yes. let's get it big this year. So. It, most important is the website, SkateCentralMA.com. That's really important because it has all of our social links. It has the schedule. All the important tools are on there. Like You can find everything that we do from that website. But
0: SkateCentralMA.com.
1: Yep. Yeah, but then there's also Central Mass Skate Festival on Facebook and Instagram. We Skate get,
0: Central on Instagram?
1: Yes. Yeah, Central Mass Skate Festival oh, Central Mass. is the Instagram handle. Um, on Facebook, it's Facebook.com slash skate central ma i can type these all up for you yeah you're gonna
0: have to i'm too but but
1: the most important one is just skate central ma.com because it has links to all the social channels and all that stuff it has the promo video it has the sponsors all that um but yeah we'll we'll type it all up we'll put it in the in the uh description in the over text and all that and uh i really appreciate you having me here and and, uh, i'm stoked to work with you man You're, you're the homie
0: you're going to help with New England Am if yes, you're free? Yes, I'm down. November. Let's keep going. Uh, we don't have a hard date yet, but I'll have it soon. But it's going to be early November. Dope.
1: First week, second week, working on it. First week's probably better because second to third week is when our sales meetings start in Europe. So. Good to know. But I am super interested. Usually it's the first week. so yeah. Super interested. I, I love New England Am.
0: I just have to confirm with the skate park, but we're cool. good.
1: But uh, Mike, Luckily, it's a skate park. You don't have to pull any permits.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Yes. Thank you, Anthony. Appreciate hey. it thank you guys out there listening and uh keep shred my friends friends. we'll
1: see you in august
0: all i need catch you
1: there